name is Pussy Galore. You're listening to the League Podcast, the League versus Goldfinger. I'm Matt Derson. And I'm Special Agent John Hunt. 009 over here. Honk. Ooh, clown shoes and everything. <laughs> All right. Welcome back. Our special guest, Clay Inferno. Clay and Inferno. Oh. What's happening? Inferno 009. Oh, that's a good one. All right, we'll we keep that. We'll keep it. So we're going back to some Bond action. Uh, it's been a hashtag little back little to Bond. Back. Oh, there you go. Okay. We can. Can we hashtag reuse the Connery? On Connery? Oh, okay. Yeah, well, this is our. <laughs> we did a Sean Connery episode way back it's when. Yeah. Go back. That was like the that. first. He was, was still like alive. the first Bond thing. I think. Yeah, he, he had just turned ninety, I think, and then he died soon after the. Uh, but we haven't done a Connery Bond yet, have we? We have not. Oh, so here we go. This is our first foray to Connery. It's it's. I thought this one was of the best one ones. where James Bond played James Bond, but I was wrong. No, actually, it's 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 Sean Connery playing James Bond. Which which movie is James Bond playing James? Is that like uh, well, you know, the all original? Of them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they don't just do that. I don't either. This is his third. This is the third one. If you count, you know, we're not counting that like weird one or whatever. I don't know what the weird one is, but like we're not the, counting it. Yeah, we're not counting. It. We're not counting the TV Casino Royale. That right. Came, that's what I was. That had the uh, funny one. I just picture that as like the the proto Austin Powers. Yeah, mm. it was real funny. No, not the funny one. The TV one. <laughs> then the then the quote unquote funny one came out later. Oh, I do like. I do actually kind of like that that like fuzzy old TV one. Yeah, with like Barry Nelson as James Bond and uh, Peter Lorre as uh, the Shifra. The Shifra. Yeah. Oh, Leopold, why'd you hit me over the head with that baseball bat? <laughs> That's Peter Lorre, or are you just yes. saying? Yeah, oh. that's, well, that's Peter Lorre's voice. I'm doing oh. that Bugs Bunny cartoon where the right. dog hit him over the head, but that's the voice they were doing. <laughs> <laughs> Go back and listen to our Warner Brothers episode. Yes. Too, while you're at it. Um, yeah, well, this is the third one in the canon, as we, as we like to say. And it was the first one ever shown on TV, apparently. September 17th, 1972, and it got a huge rating. Oh. Like... Like the Nielsen rating was like through the roof, and they, it's like basically half the country. Like let's just say in 1972 was like watching this movie. Of course, there were only like four channels, but you know what the boss says this is 57 channels and nothing's on. But that was yeah. Like, that how was long ago 90s. was that? Yeah, I'd right. Love to, I'd love for there to be just 57. Now there's 57 streamers and nothing's on. Yeah, there's still nothing on. There, there was nothing on then. There's nothing on now. It was better when there were four channels. You didn't have to think. But basically, everybody watched Golden uh, Golden Eye. Goldfinger. I'm going to do that a couple of times. So pardon me. Okay. 
Oh, well, you know what? I listened to a few James Bond podcasts to bone up for this one because I figured there would be plenty. And basically, everybody says Goldeneye every other time. (laughs) So don't worry about it. (laughs) Don't feel bad. If you needed to bone up, you could have just taken it. His taking a hymn. I'm gonna need to go. I thought, you know, a, I thought a hymn was something you sang at church. It does. Hey now, you know. Hmm. All right. Anyway, point is, Goldfinger was very popular. It's it's what is the the math? You know, like as far as the gross and the number, like it would be like one of the highest grossing movies of all time now. Right. Yes, adjusted for inflation, it made like one point three billion dollars or something, versus what adjusted for inflation would be like a twenty-five million uh, budget. Well, this is another thing I heard though. Uh, that what's his name, uh, Goethe Flub. Oh uh, yeah, I think it's. I heard yeah, it pronounced both. a couple different ways. I've heard it pronounced okay. Gert Frobe and Gert Froba. Oh, I like okay. a Froba. So apparently there was like he was asking they wanted to get like somebody more famous, but like he he was asking for too much money. And now I don't remember who the actor was, so I I apologize. But when they they cast Goethe Froben, he wanted like points uh like on the back end, like from the gross, and it ended up would have almost it probably would have been less to get the more famous. Uh, because the money we made so much money and he was getting points on the gross so pretty interesting stuff i i think and you know what they picked the right guy right no he's the best in the end it all worked out for everyone it's not like it's a scary movie but like sometimes when somebody's like a killer in a movie it's just kind of like it kind of is creepy like I, i think he's a really good villain i'm like oh you know, like, I don't feel the same as, like, even though I love the movie. Like, Telly Savalas doesn't scare me in the same way that this Gerd Frober does, you know? Well, he looks like he'd smell like farts. <laughs> Talking. <laughs> 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 well, so we'll get there. But, I mean, it's, I guess along those lines, like, there's something about him that, like, He's not that. I mean, he's evil. He just likes gold. Like, but I mean, like he should. He could have killed Bond like right at the beginning. There's something about he kind of wanted to keep him alive to like see what he's doing or something. I don't know what it is. It's it very seems like he's trying to impress Bond, and Bond never notices. It's a it's a weird relationship they have, but it's almost like that's almost more evil than if he just shot the guy or something. You know, like he's definitely got a scary quality to him. Uh, it- it, it was a uh, very popular James Bond novel as well. Like so, the and it's it's there's variations between the story and the novel and the and the movie, obviously, because there always are, and pretty big differences too. But it's pretty faithful, and people were genuinely excited because everybody had bought the book, so that's why everybody was watching it on TV. They, ah, you know, very good, very popular book. All right, so. Um... Let's have a little fun with Mr. Goldfinger. <laughs> and let's get into this. We got a gun barrel. Now, yeah, which is not Sean Connery. No, it's stuntman stunt Bob up. Simmons. Yeah. <laughs> it's and it's really noticeable. Like, when you're watching it, like, because I grew up on this movie <laughs> on, like, VCR on a crappy TV. 
But when you're watching it in high definition, you're like, this is very obviously not Sean. First of all, he's kind of slouchy, but you can clearly <laughs> see his face, you know? <laughs> he does like a little hop. Yeah, he's like, like a little, like, it's like, yeah. Boom. yeah. But I don't and know. Then, you complain King- about not getting a gun barrel and all the Craig ones. Yeah, well, yeah, I'll I'll take a Bob Simmons gun barrel over the not having one at all. All right, with pink blood. <laughs> blood is a little, it's a little, little. But pink. hey, we got one. So uh, now here we have the opening. Now Bond is scuba diving with uh, a bird on his head, which is nice. So he just kind of. Floats in there. Did he need the bird, or could he like, just I gone in, like underwater? Yeah, just go underwater. And be okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I guess uh, Sean I hated wearing uh, this thing. I don't blame him. It's no. strange. Yeah. There's going to be. A, I have a lot of nitpicks with the movie, but spoiler alert: I do love this movie, so my nitpicks are going to be all in fun. I know. I, I have. I have quite a few nitpicks as well, but I have no anyway. nitpicks, just enjoyment. So, oh look at you. you all right. <laughs> You guys so, didn't pick um, away. He climbs out of the water, you know, gets rid of the bird, and he shoots his batarang thing up, yeah. you know, so he can climb up the thing. And then the bad guy notices, and then somehow Bond is just there. Yeah, well, that's what I did. Like, get there? You know what it reminded me of when we would <laughs> do movies, and just to like start a fight scene, one of us would jump in from off screen onto the other guy. But it's like yeah. Bond sneaks up on him from the front. Yeah, where did he? <laughs> he, was just like, he just appeared there. Like the Wasn't guy he like climbing like, up a yeah, second he's like, ago? He's like, well, look, there's a, there's a grappling hook there. <laughs> look, there's a guy climbing over the wall. Oh, he just jumped on. Oh, here he is. <laughs> like, what, did, what? what a surprise. Whatever. It's Jade's Bond, right? It was so. his last day on the job. He didn't give a fuck is really what it comes down to. <laughs> is that true or are you making that up? Making that up. But... Oh, okay. But it's probably true. All right, so it's like it's this big complex where all these like big tanks and everything. And Bond goes into the tank and it's a fancy living room in there. Yeah, it's very swanky. Yeah. You got to like climb through like a manhole to get in there. But then (laughs) (laughs) once you get in there, so there's like nitro, is it nitroglycerine? I don't, nitroglycerine? I don't even remember what what it is, but it's something bad. Yeah, Yeah, he was like blowing up. Uh, like I thought they would do it like they were yeah. making heroin or something in there because he says like he won't sell heroin flavored bananas anymore. Oh right, okay. I didn't know, I didn't see even what it said on the thing. I guess or he sets his classic reminded explosive. me of our man Flint when he puts everybody in those barrels, pushes them over the thing. <laughs> I was like, there's those barrels, except they filled them with heroin. Oh whatever. Anyway, so he takes off his wetsuit. He's just got a nice tux, of course. Can I, can I point out that the wetsuit goes from being like a wetsuit when he gets out of the water to like a satiny? <laughs> it, it's like it does not look like a wetsuit when he's yeah, like running around doing spy stuff. Like it they, sounds they, like very like this swishy if he was running around. They they mentioned that in the uh, the overdub uh, the director's commentary. It's like, well, we had to make it so that he could just have his suit on underneath it so they just made it out of this nylon kind of like parachute <laughs> shiny thing yeah i mean you obviously couldn't do that if it was a real wetsuit right i mean there's no your suit would get all smushed underneath yeah it. and it, he takes it off it's not one wrinkle yeah and, and he, the, it's even in the flower yeah whatever. yeah the, that's the carnation so then he goes into this bar there's like a hot dancer the explosives go off it's clearly stock footage i guess i mean 
that's what it looks like to me. Maybe I shouldn't say clearly, but well, I don't think they blew it's anything a, up. It's a weird it's a it's a weird like composite shot. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like that you see like, you know, today where like the actual structure just blows up. It's literally just a shot of an explosion. Whatever. But anyway, anyway, everybody runs out except uh there's another agent there. But, yeah, Bond and an agent. Yes. But that's when he says about the heroin flavored bananas and he says he's gotta take a flight to Miami. But then yeah. it's like I gotta do something first and he watches the dancer walk out the door. Yeah, he says there'll be a plane you know, leaving in the morning and he's like, Oh well he's got something to do at night. So he goes to the dancer's room and of course she's bathing because all As bond women does. Yeah, you know, they all well maybe she worked up a sweat. Well she uh, you know, she worked up a sweat. I think, uh, you know, she knew there was going to be some shenanigans, so she wanted to make sure she was clean for the dirtiness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there is some shenanigans, but not quite yeah. the shenanigans that Bond usually gets into. Of course, one of my favorite lines, though, is in this scene where she wants, they're kissing and she touches his gun. He's got like one of those gun belts. What, what are they? What Holster. They Holster. Yeah. And um, she's like, why do you wear that thing? And he says, I have a slight inferiority complex. It's a good line. Yeah. (laughs) One of my favorite lines. Yeah. So he takes off his gun belt. Well, if you didn't want me to wear it, why do you have this handy gun holster uh, rack over here Mm. where I can just put it up? That's that's exactly what it's for. That's just called a hanger. (laughs) Mm. You can put other things on it is what you're saying. Yeah. You You could hang a coat, a shirt. Man. I'm gonna think of that. A brooch or whatever. I'm glad you guys are here joke is. He's like, I can make a hat, a brooch. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, they they go to kiss again, and he sees a a man in the reflection in of her eyes. Yeah, if she hadn't opened her eyes, I know. Of course, if he hadn't opened his eyes, he wouldn't know. Although we were sort of noticing with this eye close up, is that. Maybe they should have plucked a few more of those eyebrow hairs. Oh, really? <laughs> I didn't notice. But he... This is when like, I've seen the movie 40,000 times. Right. Anyway, so I'm just looking for anything new. It is it is like a bit awkward. The, I mean, you, you know what happens. Like, you know what it's supposed to happen. But it's kind of like from a, the wrong angle or like a very weird angle. That, But it doesn't matter. Who cares? Yeah. So it's like my old man thought that was like the coolest thing ever back in the 60s. <laughs> With a lady, she opens her eyes and then he sees the yeah. reflection of a bad guy. I, I think in a way that's kind of like just it's it's part of the, the charm of this because a lot of stuff with Bond movies is the first time people do anything because everybody ripped off Bond. You know what I mean? And no, yeah, you're like right. whether Absolutely. or not it was like exactly you know the right angle but like yeah like you said if your dad was like well that's so cool you know like it yeah. got it, it is kind of cool it's a cool it is, like, yeah. however, it is. they had to idea. like optically print it or whatever they, they had to figure out how to do it right so yeah it's 1964 I and i think yeah like a lot of things not only just copied bond but copied this movie like yes. in particular not even just bond but oh for sure definitely goldfinger so Gold the thing that i don't think the one thing that I don't think would definitely not happen today is he, he whips the girl around so she gets hit in the head. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't think that would happen now either. Hey. The, um, the director said uh, that that was a sticking point, and he said, well, I want it to be this way because, you know, 
um we don't like not not like violence against women but it's like kind of like bond has to get his job done no matter what the cost you know like sure i don't think it's yeah. great that he killed her but it's kind of like well elevate her to I understand, uh an you equal... understand why because yeah she's not a good person yeah she's a bad yeah. girl she's a, a bad, bad person yeah so it's not just like anyone like she's setting him up to get hit by this bad guy and she could also like i mean she's a bad person but also you know like kind of as in the as far as the battle of the sexes in the 60s it's like there's no you know like she's equally bad as the bad guy so kill them. right it's it's not a huge part of the movie anyway literally this is it so anyway that's yeah, just they, the pre-credit sequence thing yeah, yeah. So they're fighting. He's fighting with this bad guy now. And apparently it's not a little knowledge drop here. This guy's name. He's a stuntman. And his name is Alf Joint. (laughs) (laughs) I saw that that name. I was like, Alf was in this movie. Uh, But apparently the original actor got like arrested for burglary. So they just said, they just got the stuntman to do it. And apparently he did burn himself on a coil. While filming this, oh, he got so, coiled. He yeah. got coiled. Yeah, he got. <laughs> so Bong throws him in the bathtub, and the guy starts going for the gun that's conveniently hung there. And then uh, Bong hits the. What is Here's, it? Fan? No, it's a it's a space heater. Oh, uh, what does she have I want to know is <laughs> like no prize time. Is All right. they're in mm. they're in some sort of tropical environment. You can tell I, because he's wearing a white tuxedo tux, jacket, yeah. and that's that's what you wear for formal tropical uh, events. Mm-hmm. And um, also because it looks really hot, and there's like palm trees. And so I didn't understand why she needed a space heater. And then Mrs. Yeah. Elder broke out the no prize and said, "Well, you know, in these places, it gets cool at night." And I was like, "All right, I buy it." Uh, yeah, that's all right. What I was gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, it gets cool at night, Mrs. Elder. Maybe, and she's probably, you know, she's taking a bath, so she wanted to get out and be nice and warm, you know. Not yeah, who knows? Maybe that space heater thing, like, had to heat the water or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's like ye old times. Like, maybe that was, like, used to, in order for yeah, to take a hot, hot bath, bath water, you to make her own hot water. Well, it gets pretty hot, so, because this guy, he whacks the thing into the bathtub and electrocutes the it was electrocuted. Alf, Alf joint uh, to death. And uh, another great line, of course. Shocking. Positively shocking. Right. So, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. I would like to yeah, this, um, this is kind of in the book. Um, this pre-credit sequence, I guess you call it. Um but just as kind of the tapestry of the book, like he recalls the story. It's not like right at the very beginning, you know, but he's like telling his other, he's t- telling 009, you know, over like 009's got his like seltzer bottle or whatever. And, uh, <laughs> and he's like, let me tell you this story. He's basically tells the story like that. riding a unicycle with his big. <laughs> yeah, on. yeah, just. In MI pulling, or whatever. Pulling handkerchiefs out of his pocket. Like, <laughs> <Yeah. for her. laughs> and Bond is telling him 
Well, I I hit a space heater into her. I saw the, the reflection in the eye. <laughs> and I said positively shocking. Uh, um, I have I record this off of TV in 1985 or 6 uh, when it was, huh. you know, it used to air on the big networks. Uh, did did you have a license to do that? Were you allowed? You <laughs> broadcast it for public. Uh-oh. So it was fine. It was for home mm-hmm. use only. All but right. the weird thing was yeah, it did right. the gun barrel and then cut out the pre-title sequence and went right to the credits. So it cut for time. Cut yeah. for time. Take like, a bit more commercials in. Yeah. I bet a, a lot of that stuff we watched when we were like, well, when I was like super little, you know, like like when Empire or Star Wars was on TV, I wonder if those were like cut. You know well, I, mean? I, have, I have Star Wars from when it was on CBS as well. Now wow. we just need a VCR to play it on. I remember my my taped off of TV, Wrath of Khan, had extra footage. Oh, yeah, I remember the, that too. Peter Preston and, yeah. and stuff. They put that back in on the DVD 20th anniversary release. Oh, it does make his death a little more meaningful, you know. Yeah. But whatever. All right, anyway, so this is the first time they had the song over the the titles. Uh, Dame Shirley Bassey, who yep. apparently almost fat, uh, almost passed out singing that final note. <laughs> she, had to, yeah. she had to remove her bustier to get it right. Yes, sir. Yes. Oh, you doing? You don't need that hymn anymore. <laughs> I have a little bit of uh, Shirley Bassey trivia. Oh, please. In regards to the song, so um, I was just looking at the songwriting credits that just came up. Okay, so it's a title song by, sung by Shirley Bassey, composed by John Barry, title song lyrics by Leslie and Anthony. So I th- some combination of, I think, the people that wrote the lyrics and John were like, Shirley Bassey's the first person we want to do it. She immediately says yes and basically does this like first take, doesn't like want to like no she has no notes she's just uh, let me in there i want it she just bangs this thing out i'm not saying she did it in one take but like she just like had no questions about it. she's like this is the song these are the lyrics okay go so wow kind of worked nice. out that's nice pretty done. cool i mean it's it's definitely a famous song it was the soundtrack was number one for three weeks and this song i think was number three i don't know it got pretty high i, I didn't write it down i'm sorry All right it got pretty high for a little while, and in the UK it was it was even longer, of course. So yeah, I mean it's a famous song, and and this is one of the ones that started it all, as we like to That's say. A good one. That's right. Yeah, um, it is the, a good one. The Golden Girl in uh, the credit sequence uh, that they're projecting parts from the movie over, and parts from the last movie movies, as well, yeah. um, is uh, the the woman that plays Dink. In the upcoming scene, the one he oh. spanks on the bottom and says "man talk" to. Right. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's a good segue. Yes. <laughs> so that's good though that well, she had other. But what? What's up? Why did they? Is that something that Ian Fleming used in the book? Dink. It's kind of a weird name for a person I to. I don't know. Name. I I kind of love it. I think it's like her. <laughs> I, I actually, it's funny because when they were saying this in the movie, like there was. Somebody like in our friend group we used to make fun of that was named Dink. What? There was somebody in our friend group, this girl that was they were, everybody would call her Dink. Oh, and it was like her like Instagram is like Dink nineteen eighty four or something. Wow, is that is that a thing? 
All right. Anyway, yeah. So he meets up with Felix. He's in Miami Beach, and yeah, like say goodbye to Felix. I gotta say, I gotta, I gotta chime in here. I gotta chime in here. Okay. Gotta chime in here. Gotta interrupt and chime in. Time to chime. Sorry. So here I am. I watched uh, from Russia with Love and Doctor No, and and Goldfinger just ramping up to watch this show, this movie, and uh, very sad that Jack Lord did not return. He was demanding so much money that they were like, fuck you, we're just going to recast it. Yeah, and I wish that he was with, in it. With, with someone who looks nothing like you, who's like eight <laughs> years know. older, he's kind of the weirdest Felix Leiter, except for maybe the guy that's in The Living Daylights. He's like a worse Felix Leiter. <laughs> How many this guy, this so guy many reminds Felix. me of my, my shop teacher from high school. He kind of looks like him. Hmm. I... I... He looks like everybody's teacher. This guy, That's, yeah, he, he kind of <laughs> taking a break from teaching. He was on summer break, <laughs> and he's like, maybe I can get a, an acting gig to fill in, you know, make a couple extra bucks during the off months. Would have been mm-hmm. way cooler if it was Jack Lord. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. I'm bummed. I'm bummed. Yeah. Not sorry. Continuity thick. Well. That's yeah. really... Well, for continuity, he's like, but I mean, yeah, how many Felixes? They had a million. They how many Bonds did they have? Why didn't they just get Felix Leiter to play Felix? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, these are all real Perfect. people. Right? There's yeah. the new win. You win the <laughs> no prize. <laughs> all right. So Bond and Felix start. They talk about Goldfinger a little bit. And Goldfinger is playing cards by the pool with this guy named Simmons, who, by the way, was the name of the guy who did the hop in the gun barrel. So I don't know if that was oh, if that weird. was a nod to him or they just decided to call oh, him Oh, you Simmons. know what? In, in the book, this guy runs into James Bond at like the airport and recognizes him from the card game in Casino Royale and oh, hires wow. him and hires him to like find out if Goldfinger is cheating him at, at cards or something like that. Oh that's that's a little more coherent yeah, than just right. like random like look at this guy cheating yeah. at cards, you know. But he is cheating and he's taking him for a ride and uh so Bond kind of like is looking around he goes he's he goes up to his room he just like asks the maid. Oh, he doesn't even ask. He just grabs yeah. her set of keys. Yeah, like he's really weird. And uh, but t- there's t- a couple of weird. Yeah. There's a couple of weird things going on here. There is like a beautiful shot, like you know, a helicopter shot of the hotel here. But they shot this like well, hybrid style. Yeah, in, it's sort of like the way we do audio comics. It, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it's like it's a little weird. Like part of it is in. Um, you know, at the uh, Pinewood Studios, all the James Bond parts, and then um, you know, Froba and the other guy are down in Miami. But then there's like this bad back projection. Yeah, it's that, really. You know, like, I let it go because it's the '60s, but it's you gotta let it go. It really, it really pulls you out of the movie. But uh, yeah, uh, I don't know why they couldn't just Connery. Do it Connery at never. A place. Connery yeah, he never, never went, went to America. Yeah, he never went shoot. over. Yeah, fuck that. So even all the press to take place in Kentucky are not Kentucky. I know it's crazy, and I'm pretty sure later on when they're they say they're in Kentucky, they probably are still in Miami because there are an awful lot of palm trees in Kentucky all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> mint juleps. Yeah, mint Good juleps. Stuff. So yeah, he goes into Goldfinger's room after just taking the key. 
and asking him, Where, which one is Goldfinger's room? Like, I mean, like, it's pretty brazen, but whatever, he's Bond. Yeah, so, he just says Miss, and he's like, grabs her keys, and she's like, that's Mr. Goldfinger's room. He's like, yes, I know. You're very sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, like... The, See, he he could have gone in anybody's room. Like, yeah. she wouldn't have cared. The women at that <laughs> then time, he goes down to the next of... one, and she's like, that's Mr. Smith's room. He's like, yes, I know. And he yes. just stealing from everyone. your your eyes are just uh, beautiful uh, it's, it's, she's it's, very she's very like submissive like oh yeah well, whatever i guess that yeah. he's guys can just grab my key and open doors or whatever is that <laughs> a roll with it. so he goes in and he finds jill masterson played by shirley easton Dang. who was dubbed i think it's eaten Eaton. no you're right i'm sorry but she was she dubbed. dubbed? She oh man, like it, they dubbed everybody in these. I know this movie. Goldfinger another, dubbed. Yeah, another uh, little fact about these old movies is like practically no original dialogue ever. Yeah. <laughs> ever. But so, I mean, yeah, maybe it's worked out because we still love these movies. So. I, could I be, mean, it doesn't. Matter. I could be wrong, but I think in the trailer for Goldfinger, there is one line that Gert Froba uh, actually says. That's right. I think they leave the German version because he spoke some English, but um, yeah. I think it's like I expect you to die or something like that. Yeah, right? it's, but uh, it's it's that scene. I don't remember which one it is, right, which line right. it is. But anyway, so like he's he you know he he does his Bond stuff with her and and you know but she's looking down through like a thing of binoculars or whatever and telling Goldfinger through what, the. An earpiece, so he right? Pretend, like he had like a hearing aid or something. Or yeah, or he was like listening to it, almost like he was listening to music or something. It was very weird, but yeah, maybe it was a hearing aid. I guess you're you're probably right. Anyway, he had a thing in his ear, and she's telling him, "Okay, this is these are the cards that Simmons has, and that's how he's able to cheat and win." And then, um, and then she's also flipping back and forth from like back to front a lot in this scene, but that's okay. Well, it, it's the 60s. Continuity wasn't <laughs> as important then. No, you're right. So Bond says, get get on the radio and tell him to lose. But, like, how can he see what Goldfinger's hand is when originally they were looking at Simmons's hand? That one, I don't think there's... I mean, did Goldfinger... Maybe some... there was a mirror behind Goldfinger. A okay. very a reflective glass. That's a... Um, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's really sunny there, and the 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 glass at the you know, a, from one of the rooms, so you could see it in the reflection. All right, I guess we'll go with that. No, price. that's it all. Doesn't and, matter. That's all, all. Basically, I mean, there's only like one shot where he can see his cards. I think so. It, it it doesn't even matter. But he tells him to lose, and then Goldfinger's all mad. And then, of course, Bond and Jill bang, and he blows off. He was supposed to meet Felix for breakfast. Yeah, he was. But he goes back and has some sex. <laughs> Make <does>. it nine. <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, Mrs. Elder was like, "Wow, Connery was a hairy man." And uh, sometimes Mike, Mike Myers based Austin Powers' chest hair on Sean Connery's chest hair. Yeah, the chest hair is pretty crazy. But when he's getting the massage a few minutes ago, his hair, his back is bare, and now it is oh, yeah, hairy. But his legs were super hairy. Though. Yeah, that's no, like hey, the first thing I, I know. Also, he's wearing that weird, like, terry cloth, like, onesie. You know? <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> yeah. Who thought that was a good look? Like, <laughs> Even for like, 64, that was yeah, a Yeah, I can't let that one go. That's like something you put on a baby. 
<laughs> well, that's what a onesie hey. is. Hey, I have a question. Durson, are, are you doing a backup recording over there? Yeah. Okay, good. We're going to need it for like the oh. first 20 minutes. Oh. Clay. Oh, 20. Don't know Clay, me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm You're solving right. problems. All right. Well, you're more like you are. You're solving problems. Oh, right. Clay, you big dumb idiot! Why am I even friends with you? Well, that's, forget it. It's all over. I quit. That's what I was thinking, but you know. But you've said it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's get back to the sex. So yes, the, three, they, two, one, record. Three, two, one, record. Yeah. some sex. So Connery's a hairy dude. Yeah, also, it looks like but, they were trying to cover up. I don't know if he had bruises on his arms or they were trying to cover up a tattoo or something, but. Oh. Because he had, like, these, like, weird blobs on his arm of, like, discoloration. It was weird. Hmm. So. But he's, then he sees the champagnes in, in a bucket of water. Yeah, I mean, so Dom Perignon should not be drunk at 38 degrees, apparently, but he says. It's like listening to the Beatles without earmuffs is Bro, drinking warm. The Beatles. I know. Jeez, Jeez. Come on, Connery. A little out of touch there with the times. <laughs> uh, I mean, but 38 degrees is really cold. That's like barely above freezing. Why would you yeah. want to drink anything that cold? Make your teeth hurt. Yeah. Weird. Anyways, Odd Job shows up. The the like or famous. Or at least his hand does. His hand, yeah, it bonks Bond out. I would like to talk about the karate chop to the back of the head for a minute. Because I did a little research on it. <laughs> now, I didn't write any of these notes down. And okay. so I did this last night. But because we were like, what does a karate chop to the back of the neck really do? And apparently, it can do some pretty severe damage. It hmm. can, like, compress nerves. It could break your your neck. It could uh, cause brain damage and even death. So Bond gets off easy, but he's only right. out for a couple hours. But he's only out for a little while, yeah. I mean, he's out long enough for Odd Job to put down like a drop cloth and paint this lady to death. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. so he wakes up. Yeah. This is a big moment, though. We shouldn't. Big, Sorry, big, Clay. It's the cover of. Uh, no, no, go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll talk after. Oh. I'll talk after. You describe what's happening. Yeah, I mean, this is a big deal. Like, and it, it, this is the famous, probably the most famous scene in this movie, and one of the most famous Bond scenes ever, and maybe one of the most famous movie scenes ever. But he wakes up, and this woman is gold, like she has been gold. painted gold. And it took apparently like two hours of makeup to do that, and there were rumors that she had died Whoa. from the. This like, is what I wanted to talk about because when. I was growing up, I thought that was like a real thing. Like, you know, that like this total schoolyard shit, like, you know, that when they covered that girl and you can't actually because your your skin can't breathe and, and then you would die. <laughs> well, like that, total that's right. 10 year old logic would, you know, 10 years old of a person, a person, young kid thinking that like sound made sense to me at the time. Well, they did have to leave. It movie. was the style at the time, right? It was just, didn't they? They did I have to leave like an opening, now. like right. You can't cover the whole body in in paint. Well, the or, top of her head wouldn't be covered in paint, where right? Hurts, right. So there's. Well, a, I don't know, but apparently they did leave a little patch. That yeah. You know, well, you know, it's bullcrap. It's not actually a true thing. Your skin's not going to suffocate because of the shit. Right. 
So whatever. Yeah, she did. Maybe die. karate yeah. chopped her on the back of the neck first, and then was like, "Now for my next <laughs> masterpiece." He's now like, that I've... it's it's a it's an installation. Dead gold lady on bed. Although apparently <laughs> in the book, Goldfinger, this was sort of his like uh, perversion. His like fetish was to paint ladies Ooh. gold and have sex with them or something. Oh yeah. So oh, then he'd yeah. he'd take his hit hymns. I'm glad they skipped over him. Yeah, there's, with there's a there's a lot of stuff. I'm glad they they didn't they didn't put mm. in the movie that's in the book. Oh, there's like all the I racism. mean, there's a lot of racism. <laughs> I mean, movie. I I, I kind of like yeah. I I do enjoy the books, but yeah, you, you kind of go oh, oh I don't know about that. But the yeah. the <laughs> Smithsonian you get to magazine. Live die. Yeah. The Smithsonian Magazine was, uh, knows that people are going to search for this because I guess, well, Shirley Bassey painted up uh, in gold on the cover of Life Magazine. Shirley Eaton. Uh, nice. No, Shirley Eaton. Yes, yeah, sorry, sorry. Yes, yes, sorry. Laverne and Shirley. It's like, I may as well have said Goldeneye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. What kind of an idiot? <laughs> oh, Clay. Oh, Clay. Don't you hope Clay me. <laughs> Don't hope Clay me. <laughs> So the, one of the things I thought was cool, actually, though, is that to get the makeup off, she sat in like a Turkish bath and sweated it off. That's wow. pretty cool. Yeah. If she had chocolate chip cookies, maybe she would have sweat Yeah, maybe she could have sweat that out. It would have smelled like that. Uh, maybe she smelled like paint and cookies. <laughs> From I mean, an article. Let's go ahead. No, I, I mean, a lot of actresses like like Jennifer Lawrence complained about getting like the blue makeup on. For, right. Uh, All up in there. Mystique. And Paint. even, uh, yeah, as well as, yeah, Rebecca Romaine. But it was a lot different in 2000 as opposed to, like, when she did it in, like, 2011. But, yeah, yeah it, makeup so is gross. But they're also, like, well, you know what? We, we're just going to do that in CGI. The actors are probably like, oh, good. Thank God. Although there's plenty of people that still do a lot of right, makeup. Right, still do a lot of so, makeup. So, But, but uh, I mean, I think, getting paid millions of dollars. So Yeah. But anyway, but, uh, Shirley, I mean, Shirley. She did. Yeah, Shirley Eaton is fine. Oh, after, I mean, I don't know what she's like now. but no, at, Well, she, I was just about to say, I was just about now. to say. This article is from 2014, but um, it says that uh, you know, the guy that asked her, the guy that did the interview from Smithsonian said, has this affected your fondness for gold? And she said, no, I wear it often. And I've always liked gold as a metal for its warmth. So she was 77 back then. Uh, in 2014, and she plans on publishing a book called Under My Skin. Oh, how about that? Well, I, I don't remember what year she died, so I don't know if she ever released that book, but... Uh, uh, she is she no had, longer with us. She has since passed away. Just, I think everybody in this movie is not with us anymore. Uh, I have it over I right now. She died? Alive. I think she's still alive. It says she, born January 12th, 1937, and it does not give yeah. a death date, so I assume she's oh, still okay. alive. Good on her. Yeah. Hope she's working on that book. Alright, so we have a Bond and MC next, um, and then Bond and Money Penny. I love the Bond and Money Penny, and as he calls it, your customary by-play with 007. But this is all just to set up. I like that uh, they meet with a guy named Smithers. Smithers? Well, I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all Smithers. I could think of. Who is was, this? But Who I is this 007? <laughs> this, this guy is balding in the weirdest way. Because <laughs> he's got like two black patches 
at the top of his head. And the rest of it, what's left of his hair is gray. So it looks like he's got these two little horns growing out of the front of his head. <laughs> they complain about the brandy, which is kind of uh, it's a little strange. They don't like the brandy that he's getting. Yeah, I it. think of that well, I that, think of that line yeah. often. Have to have some more of this rather. Um, oh, now I can't think of the line. Oh, it's... Rather, oh, he says, I have some more of this rather disappointing brandy. <laughs> <laughs> That's because, yeah, the, you know, Ian Fleming was always putting that, like, in the books, like, to show how sophisticated he is and that he only drinks Dom and, you know, like, this stuff. So he's, like, going to have James Bond drop the knowledge about why this brandy sucks. You guys should drink better brandy. I guess, yeah, I mean, I mean, come on, it's free booze. <laughs> but, it's not that disappointing. <laughs> so they basically kind of lay out like what Goldfinger does, and he melts gold, and you know, transports it to another country where it's worth more, and blah, blah, blah. like it, it's kind of like a little exposition, but it's, it's fine. But how does he do it? We don't know how his gold is right. showing up in these different places. Yeah, it's kind of funny to me that Goldfinger does all this stuff. Like, I mean, like this gold is probably worth a lot more than the like. 10 grand that he was swindling out of that guy in the card game. But look, at, it's like you and eBay. You get I guess stuff. it is. Yeah. yeah. He's just addicted to the, you know, to the game. Yeah. So they give Bond a gold bar uh, with like a Nazi symbol yeah, on a it. A Nazi gold bar, yeah. Yeah. So he can infiltrate Goldfinger's operation and find out how he's doing all this. And Bond goes to grab it and they're like, <laughs> you will be taking that from Q tomorrow, so let's build up to that he's big Q scene. Stick it in I'm going to have What are you going to just walk out? That would have been funny. What do you think? You're just going to walk out of here with that in your hand? Yeah, hey, what, what do you think, Dad? I like when M was like that kind of guy. Hey, what are you doing over there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't be snitching. So now, yeah, we have the first Q scene in the workshop. Not the first Q scene ever, but the first time they're in Q's workshop. Like, And this tonight. is sort of the first time they had the classic Bond-Q interplay. Uh-huh, yeah. That's right. And, like, they, they they did this in so many of the rest of the movies, like, most of them, really. But uh, And it kind few. of starts to shape in a way, not that the other two movies weren't, like, a little different from the models or whatever, but this definitely is like, this is what Bond movies are now. There's going to be a Q scene. There's going to be a gadget. There's going to be, going to be all sorts movie. of craziness going on behind. Yeah, him. right. Like, oh, shoot the guy. Oh, he's wearing a vest. You can see Desmond Llewellyn, like visibly, like almost jump out of his skin when the guy's shooting the dude with the trench coat on. <laughs> and then he takes the trench coat and he's got like a bulletproof vest on there. And Q says to Bond, he's like, it's not perfected yet. And I was like, how many guys did they shoot? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, and I think that Experiment guy number one double. did not end very well. I think he was the same guy that did the um, the thing earlier. But they, they he said, I watched the second commentary track. And he's like, if they put the mustache on me and then I was being blasted. I was on <laughs> That's good. I yeah. didn't want to be recognized, so they put a mustache. A, a, he probably said a moustache. A moustache. Yeah. Uh, this is also the debut of the Aston Martin DB5. Which, uh, he said, I've always used a Bentley or whatever, right? Like, it's never steered me wrong or something like that. I don't remember the exact line, but. It's never yeah. let me down. 
It's never let me down. I, I have Aston Martin uh, knowledge, if you would be so kind. Just let Let's me do hear it. it. Oh, yeah. Drop it. Drop it. Uh, so when they, they first asked Aston Martin, they were like, no, give us a ton of money. Give us a ton of money for that. And uh, they had to, they had obviously like more than one copies uh, of the, the Aston Martin. They almost didn't get the car. But then Aston Martin was like, oh, that was a good idea to put that in the yeah, movie. Yeah, I mean, the sales. All they did was sell those. Yeah, and, did uh, you hear it's? I think it was 50%. The sales increased 50% after. Well, they were like, uh, do you need more? Do you need more? What's, when's the yeah, next one right. coming out? <laughs> you guys and got so another the, movie coming out soon, right? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> on, the Corgi, uh, I think the um, I think they immediately started making those toys. Uh, I would I would say that's conjecture. Yeah, yeah I would. But, uh, they made a lot of money. There was a lot of a lot of Bond toy marketing at the time, so I'm sure that the 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 Corgi, yeah. Aston Martin. I think there was like a little spy kit and stuff that came out around the same time. And uh, Derson's gonna hate this, but um, it's just because oh, I don't know you hate because you hate oh, Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, like this... Um, it, this is just a funny thing that, like, obviously, like Bond is hugely influential, but there's like an app on your iPhone or your iPad that's like Find My, so it's like Find My if you like leave your iPad at the library or something, you can know where it is, and it's exactly a green circle with the radar on it like it's <laughs> it's definitely meant to be the james bond uh map from this movie like right. the radar thing you know what i mean it's so cool that is a big part of the movie actually which you mentioned yeah like he one of the gadgets q gives him is this tiny little tracker thing and you can put it in your shoe or whatever you can put it wherever he gives them, he gives them two one yeah. you can put in your shoe and one that looks like the size of a uh, it's like, it's a, like a lighter box kind of, of cigarettes yeah. yeah and they say stuff that's makes sense and we know but like that's a homing device right so like but right he calls it like it's a home he says it like a weird english way and the pre-bond he said, he way, said like, like he said like a homer or something like that yeah because... it's a bit of a homer or homer. Like, what are you talking about <laughs> it's a bloody homer yeah it's, it's not what he says finally <laughs> bag me a homer <laughs> And also, the Aston Martin has an ejector seat. When Bond is like, "You must be joking!" Like he's, I never. Why would you think that this is a weird thing? Why do I need a direction seat? (laughs) Yes, I just did it with that gold woman. (laughs) This is the hymns seat. Yeah, no, that was definitely my my favorite part of my James Bond uh, Aston Martin toy that I had was flying the little passenger out of there by pressing the button. <laughs> and I love that Q, and this is probably the first, is this the first time he ever said that? Like, please bring the equipment back? Yeah, because in the previous yeah. movie, his scene was very straightforward. He brings him a briefcase with a bunch of little gadgets. And then the movie before that, he gives him his gun, his Walter. A new right. Walter, um, but Q was played by someone else, and they—I think—they referred to him as Major Boothroyd rather than his, you know, oh. code name. Yeah, his quartermaster. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, called quartermaster in from Russia with love, and then Q. It's kind of like a progression. Like there's another actor in the first one, and then there's this is the quartermaster, and then now is full on Q. Now, there we go. The uh, history no. of Q. I love it. But yeah, I love like this is the first time their interplay, and this is the first time him. Please bring back the equipment and working, which he never does. 
but that's okay. That's I love it. I love that running gag. It literally ran for like fifty years. Uh, it's it's also, like, I, I also like, like how the um, James Bond is a superhero in a, in a lot of ways. Like, it, like in a way, he's like Bruce Wayne, or, or I, I think like uh, I think Bruce Wayne I mean, is like James Bond. No, I, I'm just mean like, uh, like, like he, he the 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 money in Casino Royale and like all the things like blowing up the, all the stakes that they give him and all the shit. Mm-hmm. It's just like the British government is paying for all of this stuff all the time. Right. He has unlimited. It's unlimited. He, he yeah. might go through 10 cars or like whatever, give him a hundred million dollars to gamble with or whatever, you know, it's all about catching these bad guys. So, all right. So the next, the next scene though, the, the, the golf scene. Oh, this uh, is one of my favorite of yeah. all time. Mine too. Any movie. Good. Mine too. It's very fun. First of all, we find you know he goes there, and yeah, Harold Sakata. I want to talk. We should talk about him for a minute. He's odd yeah. job. He is yeah. the caddy, but he's also everything else. Whatever. Goldfinger's kind of like ah, he doesn't know much about golf yet, but <laughs> whatever. But anyway, so Harold Sakata. This he. This is his like he had been a weightlifter and a little bit of pro right. wrestling. Right. He was billed as Tosh Togo and his wrestling days uh, and he went around hawaii japan hawaii was a big place for wrestlers because i mean who didn't want to work in hawaii you know what i mean like getting paid to live in hawaii but um at this but then after this he became odd job like he would be billed as harold odd job sakata a lot of times like this was his second career so good for him um and there was a bad movie night uh you know when red shirt brian you were you were over Oh, it's a couple of years ago, and I made it put on that like tank top and point. <laughs> that was from a William Shatner movie. I can't remember what it was called I- I- Impulse or something. But Harold Sakata is in that movie with nice. So he's a great one of the classic Bond villains. Of course, like you know, he's spoofed in a lot of you know awesome powers and all all of them. He's just you know the evil like Japanese. I know it's oh he's Korean, I guess right. He's Korean in the yeah. movie. In the but, movie, um, that's what I mean. Odd job is not not the act. He, the guy's American. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, odd job is supposed to be Korean. So I don't know if that's like a are we still kind of close to the Korean War or it's just a coincidence. All right. So <laughs> there's, there's enough whole... racism in the books. Yeah, like, we don't. Need way, to... Isn't he always call him like? Uh, I don't. I can't even repeat what he calls. <laughs> I think he's, he's like is essentially just like throwing out a lot of racist sort of you know names instead of using odd job. He'd be like, "Oh, that such and such, such and such, bad words, bad words." Yeah, odd job is a nice thing compared to they, everything else. Sure. Anyway, so they have a wager going. Uh, Bond and Goldfinger are going to have a round of golf, and they have like a wager going, like you know, whatever it was, a hundred shillings or something like that, right? Or you know, for per hole or something, right? I don't know. Sure. Strict okay. rules, <laughs> strict rules. That is very key. You're right. So it comes down to like the seventeenth hole or whatever, and it's it's neck well, and neck. Yeah, there's a couple things I would like to, you know, you want to. All right, I'd like please. Bond's caddy first of all, because this guy's sort of like. <laughs> He's like a weird little man. He's like, is yeah. that ball you found, sir? And yeah, uh, you know, I, I, yeah, oh, you crafty old devil. <laughs> he reminds me of the the shoe shine guy from the 
police squad or something. Yeah, I don't know. He kind of looks like a, maybe it's just the hat. It's probably just the hat. But yeah, he is kind of like a. He's a funny, but he has no real significance. Like you would think, like Bond would bring so, like another spy along or something. You know, like yeah, bring Double O Nine to act as your fake caddy. Right. He can keep handing him like a rubber. Uh, you know, <laughs> ball God, rubber mallets. Yeah, yeah. He's like just getting so like, <laughs> keeps pulling just, stuff out. He's just doing gags the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hello, you want a you want a, a nine iron for this? Hello. He brings oh, out like a gigantic, a gigantic like beach ball size like golf ball <laughs> with like little divots painted on it. Like, how are you playing? <laughs> So they want to like up the wager on the last hole and Bond throws down his gold bar. So this is his like, see, I know you're into gold and I've got some gold. So let's talk. But uh, he misses the putt. And uh, yeah, so like they want to bet the bar and the winner. So this is like 5,000 pounds as opposed yes. to like the 100 it's shillings. It's really heavy, 5,000 yeah. pounds. Pounds, right. <laughs> It's really heavy, and it's worth five thousand pounds. So we have the uh, Goldfinger's looking for his ball. As Clay pointed out on our last bad movie night, how do you find the ball? Yeah. That's right. right. How do you do? Clay is a big expert on golf, so perhaps he could kind big of walk through how, how to play the game. But since they're playing by strict rules, he has a limited time. He can't like to find his ball. It's kind of in the rough. And Goldfinger is playing a Slazenger number one. Yes. And so Bond finds a Slazenger seven. And he's like, okay. And like his caddy's like, oh, are you going to tell him or whatever? He's like, let's have a little fun with Mr. Goldfinger. Because Goldfinger is cheating. Odd job drops a ball before his time expires, out of his pants. Like, he's got it in his pocket or whatever, and he just kind of... And his balls in his underwear. He just yeah, like... he's got some golf balls in there. <laughs> but di- and didn't didn't Bond, like, step on Goldfinger's ball and say, oh, oh we can't find it? Well, because he's, he, like, he's, he's, like, you know, standing on it. Well, he knows he's a cheater. So he's like, I know if he finds a ball and I'm standing on it, like, then it's not his ball. So, so that's... Cover how... with Bond. Let's have a little fun with Mr. Goldfinger, which is another, yeah, another one of my favorite lines. So, uh, yeah, they're in the 17th hole and he switches, he palms it, out, you know, sort of out of his hand when he picks his ball out of the hole. And then like, or no, no, it's 18th hole, I should say. I'm sorry. He's at, they're on the 18th hole and Bond misses his putt and he goes to take it out and he takes the Schlesinger seven. And then he looks at it and says, oh, you play a Schlesinger one, don't you? He switches, he switches the ball on the 18th. Right. The gold finger drives because the, there's the little fake out where he knocks it over by accident. Is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, you're right. I, I didn't mention that. But yeah, he does kind of like. But yeah, so. Bond pulls the old switcheroo and he says, oh. Well, since we're playing strict rules, that's going to cost you you know, some strokes and that means Bond wins the hole in the match, or as he says. Boom. Yeah. The end of the movie. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's a nice little, (laughs) it's it's a great little thing where you stick it to the guy who's cheating, you know, like for the second um, time he stuck it to the guy who's cheating. That's right. So, 
yeah, they're 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 packing up, they're packing the clubs, and he sticks Q's little tracker under the the trunk thing of Goldfinger's car. It's a and bit then, of a homer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stick this it's a homer. wee bit of a homer. <laughs> um meanwhile, like, you know, to show off a little bit, Goldfinger has odd job show off his hat trick where he throws the hat. He's well, he's like, you know, uh, you like we've run into each other a couple times now, and I thought the first time we ran into each other would have convinced you to leave me alone, but I gotta obviously gotta give you a demonstration. Yeah. A demonstration of the evil things that I can do with this hat. So he throws the hat, it hit it cuts the head off a statue. <laughs> And I it mean, just, like, you know, it, perfectly. Is there any more indelible, like, in memory, sense memories of James Bond, like that, and like her being like painted in gold? Like, I just this movie has it all. This I can true. close my eyes and picture it frame for frame. <laughs> it is pretty awesome. The hat thing is—it's just, yeah. And of course, it's Austin Powers right amount of ridiculous. I, I, you're right. I mean, it is. And again, it's 1964, and you've got it. Like, but I mean, like. This was a pretty cool villain that we hadn't seen anything like that before. And uh, yeah, of course, you know, Odd Job uh, is spoofed in Awesome Powers. Who throws a shoe? You know, like that's yeah, like really an Yeah, and it just hits him in the head. It is pretty funny, actually. It's a funny moment in Awesome Powers. What does Bond say? What does the club secretary have to say? Yes. Nothing, <laughs> Mr. Bond. I own the club. And I like that Goldfinger's like kind of like rubbing his eye, like he's sort of just like whatever. Eh, I own the club. You know? It's That's like my statue. Town. I just cut the head off. It's yeah. I like when people they do like rich guys. Like in I just watched Justice League, but they like Bruce Wayne buys the buys the Kent Farm back from the bank, and Superman's like, "Oh, how did you buy the farm back?" Like, oh, well, I just bought the bank. You know, it's like <laughs> right. he's so rich, you just buy the bank. I just that owns the house. I do whatever I want. Yeah, I, I'm the groundskeeper. <laughs> I also I mean, like, I'm, uh, I'm the owner. I'm the I, like, club. Uh, I am the owner. Yeah, I am the owner. I like uh, Connery's outfit here. It's a sort of a uh, brown sport coat and a like a, a knit tie. It's very spiffy. Yeah, very yeah. Spiffy. So there's also a cool moment where, because he Bond sort of tells Oddjob, you know, like basically telling Oddjob that he switched the balls or whatever. He gives them the ball, and Oddjob crushes it in his hand, <laughs> just yeah. crushes the yeah. the golf ball. And, and I guess they said um, that when they were making the movie, I think even I think it was maybe Sean was like, "That's so stupid. Nobody's gonna like that. It's so dumb. It's so stupid." And then everyone loved it. Like audience erupted. Like yay! <laughs> it looks like he's crushing an egg to me. <laughs> like a hard-boiled egg. The sound effect is is very exaggerated. It's a <laughs> but like I don't know what a golf. I mean, I don't know if anyone's ever crushed a golf ball, so I don't know what it would sound like. But well, we'll have to try it next time. Yeah, I'll... I I remember we used to uh, like have golf balls in, in our backyard, and they would get hit by a lawnmower, so it would like cut them open. And it's just basically like a bunch of like rubber band elastics inside of it. Mm. Yes, it's true. It's true. All right, so the tracker goes to Geneva. Uh, Bond tracks him to Geneva. 
And then, so they drive, and it's, it's, this is kind of like a, this is a GoldenEye kind of thing, or I guess GoldenEye took it from here, obviously, but like where they're driving on the, the winding roads. And then we get Tilly Masterson. I have two knowledge drops about this part. Oh, please, please, please. Um, Go on. One, I don't know the woman's name that plays Tilly Masterson, but I feel like you would have that close by. It's on my IMDb right here, yes. All right. She is the cousin of Helen Marion. Really? Tanya Mallet. Yes. I'm sorry, Tanya Mallet? I think she she passed away in 2019, I think. And here's the second knowledge. March 30th, 2019. The next knowledge drop is this is the first appearance of a Ford Mustang in a film. Really? Yep. How about that? Nice. So yeah, she like honks and passes him and whatever. And I love this part because this is not something you see Bond do, but because he's here, he's working, but he sees a pretty girl and he's like, discipline, 007, discipline. I, you know, Bond usually always has time to have a quick lay. That's right. Yeah, well, you know? he that to Q when he's like, oh, allows the man to stop off for a quick one so I can keep track on the bad guy and then have sex. <laughs> That's basically it. But he's, <laughs> he's disciplined. So I like that. But like he gets out to look, watch Goldfinger, who's like buying some shit by the road, like buying some like fruit. fruit. Yeah. From like, there's like a little fruit stand. Yeah. So it's a, and then like he's on a level, a road that's like a level up from Goldfinger. And then there's another road that's a level up from Bond. Yeah. And there's like a gunshot. And, and it's, you know, he's, Obviously assumes it's at him, and he chases her, and 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 then he like does like he cuts her car all to shit. Like what the hell is going on here? <laughs> like, well, first of all, I like the fact that like Goldfinger and Oddjob just sort of kind of look up and smile after they hear the gunshot and just yeah, go on their I, way. Oh, but yeah. Then, but then Bond yeah tries to run her off the road with the the a, like Ben Hur style like <laughs> thing. It is. It's exactly what it and is. He, and he cuts her That's tires, so but then like slashes the entire like side of her car. Yeah, the entire and then, side of the car. And, and they're like, oh, look. To, yeah, it causes her to go off the road. You know, that she's like a double blow. Or he says a double blow. I've never seen anything like that. Or the huge gash in the yeah, side like, of your... That you doesn't just happen from a car, like a tire blowing. Like, like, this whole I thing. like I'm a little less worried about <laughs> the tires and a little more worried about the structural integrity of my car here. <laughs> What's funny about let's just take it to gas station. About that, the the chassis there getting ripped apart. Like when they built that part in the studio to, you know, it that's just aluminum foil. When they did the like the little rig on it, yeah. I mean, it would have to be right. I mean, it does get all chopped up like that. It's pretty crazy. But I love they just. It's like oh, let's just call AAA. So let's go to the service station. Yeah, very nice. But. She's very much like he's like, oh, I can take it to her hotel, and she's like, no, I'm fine. I can take well, care of myself. She, well, she, like when he drives her to the petrol station. Oh yes, uh, she's got. She has like a briefcase with initials TM on it. She says yeah. that her name is Tilly Soames, and mm-hmm. uh, and it's a, a rifle case. And he's yeah. like, oh, here for the hunting season. I got one of those. She's like, no, my ice skates are in there. And he says this in like the weirdest, creepiest way. He's like lovely sport like he <laughs> says it like and like it's got a look on his face he's like super rapey looking <laughs> so yeah like he's trying to 
you know, hang out with her or whatever, and she's giving him the blow off. It's fine. Well, he's also trying to figure out why she was shooting at him. Yeah, why is she? But he knows she's got a gun, so yeah, he's like, okay, she's shooting. So he tracks his he tracks his little you know Homer to Goldfinger's complex, and then he kind of waits. It's called Arc Enterprises, which I yes. I, I I have discovered a little knowledge drop that Arc I think is like German for the word gold. Oh. So so he's sort of like. Billy D. Williams. Billy, Billy D. Williams. He's like <laughs> he's gold, a gold goldfinger. Gold yeah. yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, so this is where he, so he waits till nightfall and then he goes in and like he figures out that they're like melting down the gold and putting it in these cars. And there's a goldfinger's talking here and his lips never move, but that's okay. <laughs> he's practicing his ventriloquism. <laughs> that's his like side gig. Um, but in, uh, the, the the uh, Chinese guy that he's talking to here, or the Korean, is yeah, is um, listen listen to our whatever. Oh, Star Trek Into Darkness episode where Durson accidentally said Peter Weller was Peter Sellers because this guy played <laughs> Kato in the Pink Panther movies. I, I was it that was that the one when I did that? I don't remember. Yeah, because okay. you were saying Peter Weller was Inspector Clouseau. And I was like, oh, I remember, I did that. Yeah, but it was it. Yeah, but this guy was in the. Inspector Clouseau Pink Panther movies. So he was Robocop. I had that. Peter Weller was Robocop. Peter <laughs> Sellers was Inspector Clouseau. And he played James Bond in the other in the funny quote unquote Casino Royale. Alright. Mr. Ling is Bert Quoke. Yeah. In case anyone was curious about that. So this is Bond hears the word Operation Grand Slam. He doesn't really know, you know, whatever. He just knows that's a thing. That gold that is important to Goldfinger. I mean, I guess he assumes it's melting down the gold and putting it in the Rolls Royce and, and whatnot. But uh, it's you know Operation Grand Slam. So Grand he goes back out, and there's like you know he's back out in the woods, and he hears like some rustling, and it's Tilly, and she's got her rifle, but she wants to shoot Goldfinger because Goldfinger killed her sister, you know, painted her gold. But and then he's but he's like I was trying to shoot him. He's like, well, you're a lousy shot. <laughs> I mean, she is. With Although that rifle with the be, thing, right? Yeah. To be fair, I mean, she got pretty far along. You know, she followed him to Switzerland and wherever, and traced, yeah. tracked him down there. So, like, props to her for doing everything except being able to shoot him. <laughs> right. <laughs> but doesn't it have like a? It has like a, a like side, scope. Scope. Yeah. yeah. Right. Anyways, it's fine. So then there's a car chase. Oh, no, doesn't he knock her out? No, no, she's in the car. I'm sorry. It's later that he knocks her out. So, yeah, there's a car chase, and we get to see Q's gadgets. And uh, it's basically like a game of Spy Hunter from the 80s. Did you guys remember? That's right. Yeah, that's right. We played that over the slaws. Oh, yeah. Is Clay even here? Boom, 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 boom. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) Sorry. Didn't know, but yeah. Do you remember Spy Hunter? Love Spy Hunter. So like, because it's like there's oil and there's smoke. You know, it's basically like Spy Hunter. It's like GI Joe. Sure. Um, I don't know. I figured Clay would say that at some point, so I'd say it for you, Clay. (laughs) But no, oh no. Then you would then you would correct me and say no. GI Joe is like no. GI Joe is like this. Well, that's what I would get. You were supposed to say that to me right there. Yeah, yeah, goes like this. 
Mulgrave's an art wrestling. So, yeah, this, this turns into a shootout where Bond is like... Well, yeah, there's like... Uh, did we get to the little old lady? That hasn't happened yet, right? Uh, uh, no, that hasn't happened yet. I, I I cannot wait to talk about the little, like, I don't know, Goldfinger's mom. I don't know who that is, but yeah. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, Oh, no, yeah, it's coming up. It's right... It's coming up here. Yeah. But um, uh, there's yeah, one so, thing I wanted to point out. He Goldfinger, I mean, uh, Oddjob does. And now he just kills her, right? With the hat. Yeah, because Bond doesn't, he takes like a weird road that like the road leads to a cliff. Yeah. And so then yeah. there's like, they're, they're shooting out and then he tells her to run for some yeah. reason to the woods. And then Oddjob gets out and throws his hat and. For some reason, does it? He can decapitate a statue, but not her. But here's my my no prize. Yeah, Jesus. Um, <laughs> she's wearing she's wearing a high okay. collar, as you can see. She and is, so, and so she probably had a neck brace on just in case because she knew her sister died. But the force of the hat mm. still broke her neck, but didn't cut off her head. Okay, all right, we'll go with that. Right. I mean, right. she's dead. Wiki so says really that happen. she died by throat slit, but oh. uh, it doesn't negate what you just said. Well, maybe maybe when she fell over, she cut herself on a a, a really right. sharp branch. A thorn. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. that would be so tragic if you survived the thing. But they, oh, I fell on a branch. I fell on a branch and died. My, my neck brace saved me from Oddjob's hat. But, oh, oh, no. Cut, print, perfect. All right. So anyway, so they capture Bond, and he's got the bad guy riding next to him. Yeah, for some reason, they're like, "You j- drive your own car." <laughs> <laughs> you know, the car that you would just like shooting out oil right. slicks and like yeah. machine you know guns. And... Let's take that. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they want to put gold why in they, it. They, they, and sell it. But the, the guy that the reason they had to have Bond drive was because no one else could drive stick shift. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so. He uses the erector seat. Wait, no, not yet. Cause, cause oh, he's no, gonna drive. I, I want to talk about mom. the old lady. Yeah. I went to Goldfinger's mom. What is this about? <laughs> what is, is there something in the book about this? So, okay. So they drive up to this gate, you know, it's like a parking garage thing. And she, she has to like manually push the thing up. Yeah. <laughs> this old lady, she's gotta be like 70 years old. Anyway, so they go into the complex. Like she lets them in. She's like the gatekeeper. Yeah, and she does like a little curtsy. After she was like, I don't know, making cookies. Like they follow her from like you could see her through the window in the kitchen. And they follow her out to when she lifts the gate. You know, and she's it's like really hey. weird. It's, yeah, it's so weird. And she's like a little sweet lady. She's like, hey, thanks, come again. Yeah. So then Bond uses the erector seat to eject the guy. And to erect the guy, direct him. He gives him a hymns, uh, and then he just <laughs> kind of drives around like in circles, like driving at them. They're shooting at him. He's, it's bulletproof glass, whatever. And then the mom comes back out with like a machine <laughs> gun. <Yeah. laughs> That's great. She's blasting him, and then I, you know, because it's like the windshield is is punctured. He's not, you yeah. know, it's it's, it's it's not going through it, but it's yeah. leaving it uh, like bullet. Marks. Like sort of spider, you know, whatever, and there's headlights, and he is blinded, and he crashes into the wall, and the wall just like completely, <laughs> just, just, it's cra- kind of crazy. I guess a bulletproof car, I don't know, but the wall just goes like, like it's well, it's they crazy. they hadn't finished building that place yet, so it was it yeah. wasn't uh, 
up to uh, code yet. Hey, so, yeah, the mom got him. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, he drives. He thinks another car is coming down because there's a giant mirror there, and this time there really is a giant mirror there. Right. It's not just me saying that. <laughs> Trying to get a no prize out of it. Yeah, there really yeah. is a mirror there for some reason. Well, I guess maybe there's a sharp turn there, and you'd need that. You know, like when you're <clears throat> parking garages and they got the little mirror there so you can see traffic coming around. Oh, how about that? Now that's a good no prize. There yeah. you go. Thank you. And, yeah. And Goldfink is kind of like looking at himself in the mirror, all like, yes. Yes. So now we have a, another famous scene. Like this movie is really is full of them. This is the famous laser dick scene. Uh, laser dick. Yeah. First appearance of a laser in a James Bond movie. I think in any movie was it? Oh no, I guess not any movie. A James Bond movie. Well done. You're right. Thanks. Yeah. No, you're right, Clay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Originally, I guess in the book or maybe in the script, originally it was like a buzzsaw, and they thought, like, "Yeah, oh, that's that's not cool at all." Yeah, get me something cool. Just not the same. That's more like uh, for like one of those old Bruce Lee movies. Yeah. Also, it'd be really loud, and they'll use they'll use buzzsaws in the world is not enough instead on helicopters. Listen to our world is not enough episode for more information on that. Oh yes. So oh, there's another. Great, some great lines in this. I think this is the maybe this is the one that stayed in German in the trailer when he says, "Choose your next witticism carefully, Mister Bond. It may be your last." It's probably that one. I feel like you've said that to me several times. I, I probably know. have. And then, uh, the... as I'm about to shoot your dick with a laser, <laughs> <laughs> Big Tam was not happy with this. Big Tam was actually nervous because the effect is done with a guy with a real acetylene torch underneath the yes, table that's that he's really oh, on. Wow. How about like, that? Uh, okay. Are we done with this? Don't I mean, he does look it. nervous. If he scrapped it. There's nowhere he could go. You know I, mean? he really I think, I think it. it took them three days to shoot this scene. Wow. If I recall, if I recall correctly from the making of. I mean, it's so he's not just acting. This is all in Pinewood Studios as well. This big set with the laser beam. And then, um, yeah, there's the other famous. Oh, he just said. He also said, "I I just am watching with the uh, with the subtitles on." And he goes, "008 will replace me." That's right, but not 009. That that guy's a weird. Not 009. What about me? I'll replace you. Yeah, double double nine just there. But he's like helping Goldfinger somehow, and it's like, dude, you're on my side. Oh, sorry. Oh, I can't tell. I'm uh, I'm undercover. I'm undercover. <laughs> so, but there's the other famous. There. He says, "You expect me to talk?" He says, "No, Mister Bond. I expect you to die." That's yeah, a, big that's a good line. Yeah. And it's the scary. you know the laser's getting close to his dick, and he drops Grand Slam. He says, because he's going to, he says, they'll, you know, 008 will know everything I know about Grand Slam. And then he's like, all right, we'll stop. We'll keep him alive. But they hit him with a tranquilizer. Yeah. His which he doesn't know. Kish. Yes, that's right. So then we have another, my God, this, this movie. <laughs> he wakes up to Pussy Galore looking yeah, at him. Yeah, he looks at a lady Hello. staring at him. Yeah. 
Yeah, hello. And he, she says, of course, the famous line is like, who are you? She says, I'm Pesicolor. And he says, I must be dreaming. Uh, um, apparently, he was. He, the original line was like, something like, I know, I know but you what's your name? Something. Yeah, right. Ugh, I'm glad they didn't go with that. Well, apparently, they had to like bleep it out, and you know, or whatever. Well, they would have had to bleep it in certain countries or whatever. Well, they, they did. Like, they yeah. did consider changing her name to Kitty at one point. Mm. And they, I guess, they took a, a publicity shot with her, and I don't know which member of the royal family at the time. But they were like the prince and the pussy, and they <laughs> and that was like in the paper, and it, and it, no wow. one said anything about Look. it. So they're like, "All right, go with it. Let's go with pussy." Honor yeah. your mean, pussy. Pussy. I even had to warn pussy about it. Honor Blackman, aka Pussy Galore, total fucking misnomer. If uh, <laughs> misnomer, <laughs> I wouldn't touch it with yours. Yeah. Right. Classic train spotting line. Uh, but I mean, this is the quintessential Bond woman, really, I guess. Like, she pushes in the back. Book, she is very much a lesbian. And oh, the yeah. reason she's they a really lesbian. really toned it down. Yeah. The reason she's a lesbian in the book was because she was raped by her uncle, and oh, then she God. couldn't like men anymore after that. Until James Bond came yeah, along a lot, with his, lot with his of, awesome uh, penis. <laughs> And his yeah. hymns. It's like <laughs> it, you, you go, you go, and they they like get it. Like, oh, cool! Like some representation, and then like Ian Fleming's like, all right, I threw on that with some yeah, terrible well, things. Yeah, <laughs> here's, here's why lesbians are evil. Yeah, oh, and uh, and and Tilly Masterson lives a lot longer in the book. Oh. In fact, she's a lesbian too, and has got a thing for pussy. <laughs> I think she said the line yeah. like like Bond's trying to save her, and she's like, "No, p- pussy will save you," or something like that. I want pussy. Pussy will save me. <laughs> like, oh, I, yeah, like, they, salvation I lies in the pussy. <laughs> because of uh, because of British censors, I think they did make up these big changes, and also like they kind of are saying like. They're almost implying that she's a lesbian. There's, they're like winking one, toward it. There's one line in here where she says, "You can turn off the charm. I'm immune." And I'm that's immune. What the, right. right, and also and that she has the um the her flight squadron that she's in charge of with all the yes. female pilots is kind of meant to be like, "This is my island of Lesbos in the sky." Wow. And yeah. uh, and then but in the chasing Amy tradition. Bond decides to change her. But we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. So we'll she's there. she's Goldfinger's personal pilot. And he's like, oh, how, you know, Bond is making all jokes and everything like that. She, I mean, it, I guess it's 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 a funny thing. Because, I mean, it's 1964. They're, they don't say she's a lesbian, right? But they, no, you know, they every, don't. every line of dialogue no. is it's like, I'm toe. not interested. So it's it doesn't even toe. matter. It, it doesn't even, yeah. They, it's so, so, uh, unrelated to the lesbian thing, she is pointing a gun at him. Yes. And he says, uh, I hope you know more about planes that or flying than guns or whatever, because if you shoot that, it'll the whole plane yeah. will decompress. Yeah, it'll, it'll go like, through yeah. me and yeah, yeah like and, we'll, uh, we'll be sucked of, out and whatever. Which, which I'm does. pretty sure that that also is not like a real thing. 
Like the cabin <laughs> will depressurize. I think they did it on Mythbusters once to see if it would really happen. But anyway, yeah. So yeah, they're in this plane. She's like, "Oh, you're gonna have lunch with Goldfinger or whatever." And so she, it's really weird. He goes in the bathroom, and there's like two different ways to be spied on in there. Like, what a creep this guy. His personal plane has two <laughs> little like peepholes. Peepholes, yeah. yeah. And so this woman, uh, this May May Lin, I think, or May Win. Yeah, sorry, it's close enough. Okay. But she's uh, supposed to like spy on him and whatever, and he uses like different. He uses like shaving cream to cover her up. Yeah, he puts his briefcase <laughs> up to, or, yeah. or the suitcase, and or, or hangs his coat in front of one of them and stuff. And that's when he puts the little shoe tracker in because yeah. she's not, she can't watch because he covered up the holes. So yeah, and then they land at Pussy Galore's Flying Circus, which else I could think of was, of course, Monty Python's, right, circus, right, which. Unrelated, but you know, the like big, yeah, as big as Nelly Clay- foot comes down, smell <laughs> a, a foot that smells like talking comes down. It does. <laughs> big talking, talk smelling foot comes uh. down with cookies. <laughs> so they get to the airfield. Odd job drives Bond away, and yeah, we meet as Clay pointed out the flying circus, which is. All There's, like hot blondes, except hot some of them lady. are apparently men dressed yeah. in blonde wigs. That's correct. What the there hell? Is that? I, I think that's only for the shots where you don't see the hot ladies. I think it's just when they're flying. <laughs> right, right. So uh, they go to the ranch. They go to Goldfinger's <laughs> ranch. Yeah, they play some really weird banjo music here. It's like, <laughs> here's a, so, some super. <laughs> you know, you're in the south. We're playing banjo hick music. So they go to, they're in Kentucky. It's so weak. This is so bizarre. Why do they, like, why well, does he just shoot Bond? I mean, like, there's well, no reason he has to, to keep him alive. Because, because in case someone else, you know. It, it, because 008 will come along. And, yeah, I guess. Yeah. But, well, here's, the movie kind of falls apart at this point. <laughs> if you start analyzing. Right. The, the well, rest of the movie. For the record, Fort Knox is in Kentucky. Yeah. No, I, I get that. I, I don't mean that, but I mean, what, what is Bond doing there? Like Bond, they just bring him to Kentucky. They bring him because they have to keep him alive, so that you know, if he's dead, then everybody and comes after him, and they'll find out on. the plot. Yeah, that's right. why they keep. He's got a lot in the hopper, uh, literally <laughs> and figuratively. This guy, <laughs> he does have a lot in the hopper. You're right. You're right. So anyway, they lock Bond up. Uh, in like the the barn. I, did, I or like whatever. the fact that he starts to walk towards like the guest quarters, and they're like, "No, no, no, no." This yeah. What, what do you think this is? You're you're our prisoner. What the hell? Yeah. So they yeah they handcuff. Him. Anyway, so and then, meanwhile, there's this it big some, mob uh, convention. I'm sorry, Glow. Go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say there was some. I don't know if it was a podcast or some TV show or something. Like I was listening to. They were like, the the villains are always like worried about like. If James Bond is comfortable, are you comfortable enough, Mister Bond? <laughs> and if you've said this before, it's like, do you have? I, I I trust you find the the bathrobe so you're like even in Army and Flint, they were like when they were locked up, they were it was pretty like just waiting here. But you know, there's a there's the custom suit that'll fit Look, you and whatever. You know what they're, I mean? they're evil, but they're not fucking savages. For I guess us. you're right. I guess that's it. I yeah. trust. I trust you enjoyed the avocado on your breakfast sandwich, Mr. Bond. And I don't know why it's Bane a little bit, but, but but yeah, Goldfinger is Bane. Bane is Goldfinger. I guess Bane is Goldfinger. Yeah, okay. I think that that's about right. Yeah. So this is um 
this is a bit weird. This is big Mike mobster convention that that Goldfinger has. And they it's are so of, goofy. It's and like there's like a guy riding a, fake, a lovely like a scene. horse or something. Like what is <laughs> like he's like riding like a mechanical bull or and they're the and it's like every like I'm surprised like they don't have Edward G. Robinson at this part where he'd be like, nah, okay, Shay, Goldfinger, you owe me a million dollars, huh? Yeah, I feel like Hank Azaria could have done the voice of all yeah. of these guys if they were dubbed. He just would have done his like Mo voice, you know, like "Hey there, uh, hey there, Goldfinger." Rah, rah. It's you owe so, me a million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You owe me a million. He's like, I could get you ten millions. Blah, blah. You see a little <laughs> bit of um, Felix Leiter is like he's the one tracking. He's the one. You know, yes. he's back up. The guy that that's call. with so you're right. Calling. We should say that the guy that's with Felix reminds me of one of the guys on Mad Men, like not <laughs> one of the important Mad Men, like oh. one of the guys that would be there and then he'd like go off to some other thing and then he'd come back and be like, "Oh, Don, I got this thing for you. Maybe we could, you know, I wish I could remember who he was." <laughs> that's uh, yeah, salesman on the road guy. Yeah, just did a bunch of sales. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Gil needs a sound. Yeah. It's the hats. Like, the, yeah. they, all, they all look very mad men, really. But yeah, all these mobsters are hilarious. But anyway, so he, Goldfinger tells them the, the plan to, to. Well, first he does, like, not. this whole thing where he's, like, presses a button and, like, all the shades hmm. go down and the pool table that's there rotates and flips and then a giant model comes out of Fort Knox in the surrounding area. Yeah, what an extravagant waste of like resources to of build everything. this model table. Well, you know what? You know, just you could... show these idiots how you're going to do this. Maybe, maybe he just likes, maybe Oddjob likes building models. He's, he's like, <laughs> maybe. He's like building a diorama. But he wants to reveal the the reveal is really important with him. Like he can't just put like a black He's cloth over about, it. Yeah, you know, no. yoink. Yeah, no, it's gonna come up from the floor. Allah, um, we said uh, Mrs. Elder had pointed out, it reminded her of the scene in uh, "It's a Wonderful Life" when the when they open the, the dance pool? floor in the pool. Yeah, yeah, the pool's under there. It is pretty funny. I mean, apparently yeah, I though, everybody's reactions are like, "Hey, what's with that per- trick pool table, boys? What are we doing here? You owe me ten million dollars. I'll give you ten. I'll give you a hundred million. But then, like, where did the they, they were ball? They were playing pool. Where did all the pool balls go? They all just when the thing flipped, it just they didn't fall or anything. They just disappeared. But that's okay. They're, they're waiting to reveal his no prize time. He's been waiting to reveal this. So he, okay. while, while Goldfinger's talking and he kind of distracts them, they're having some like crudite or whatever. And <laughs> fucking, Oddjob's really psyched to, sh- sh- <laughs> to show his model off. So he's going around. He's picking up the balls and putting them, putting them really uh, into, okay. racking everything up. I like know, it. In between the scenes, yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Anyway, so here's a knowledge drop. The, the the creators of the movie had no idea what Fort Knox looked like inside. But like when That's right, no one did. It would have been a national security right. risk. That's right, like why but, they don't release like you know where the where the 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 Congress people went when people attacked the Capitol. They're like, we right. we're not going to show you that. Yeah, because then you would know. But apparently it was pretty accurate, so accurate that the, the, um, this model of like this model that is in this scene is on display in Fort Knox. Oh, nice knowledge. Like and, the, the real kind of great too, just like how they do the, like the shot where like they zoom in and you see, 
James Bond's eyes in the window. It's like it's really right. it's really quite spectacular looking. It's a, like a cool thing. It's not even a shot. It's not like a special effects. Like he's really in there. <laughs> Those are his eyes. Yeah. Well, because I, I want to say this before we get too far ahead, Bond escaped from the stupidest guard that ever existed. <laughs> what the hell is up with this guy? Bond like smiles at him. Yeah, smiles, ducks down, and, and then, then the guy's like, "Where do you go?" The guy, yeah, it's this double oh nine. Where did he go? Well, I, well, I was, he was just here a second ago. What did he do? He disappeared. I don't understand. So yeah, he goes, he opens the door and Bond is like doing the ceiling thing, which again, we've seen in a million movies since, but this is probably the first time it was ever done. Right? Sure. And he comes out of the ceiling and like, you know, knocks out the guy and, and whatever. And is there a scene later where they're like beating that guy up later? It seems like in the background somewhere. Oh, I thought I saw something. I don't remember Maybe that. not. Maybe I didn't see that. But uh, anyway, so he Bond gets out and as Clay mentioned, like peeks through like the the windows of the fake Fort Knox that Oddjob in his model. You know, if Oddjob didn't get a chance to put in actual windows in there and then scuff them up with some sandpaper so you couldn't see that there was no inside in the model. He didn't get a chance yeah. to well, get yeah, to he's he's gotta <laughs> do his like He's like you go with the iterations of the model, so it's like mm. he wants to It'll he wants to do a post he wants to do a post grand slam. You know, <laughs> because who knows if maybe some of the landscape or like something gets messed up or there's well, like the, yeah, you know, a well, bomb or something, you know? Yeah, it was a, but they're so gonna do gate another there. one. Yeah. Right, they broke right, the right. gate. Right, right. So you gotta do the post grand slam. So yeah, this is the deal. We're gonna knock off Fort Knox. It doesn't quite explain how but he, you know and he's like i can make you 10 millions but one guy solo his name is solo just wants his money now he doesn't want you to let it ride or whatever he's not into this fort knox gamble so he's like all right well whatever but the plan is that the flying circus chicks are going to spray nerve gas on everyone in fort delta knox. nine nerve gas delta nine all right which which he says will knock them out for 24 hours, he says. Mm. So uh, as a, as Bond is watching, his ankles are pulled out and it's pussy. pussy, so pussy she so. captures him again. And she's, got a, she's got a gun. So, Pussy's got a gun. <laughs> Pussy's got a gun. Then Goldfinger. Sorry. It's okay. It's a good reference. And then Goldfinger uses the nerve gas on all the, the mob guys. Except yeah, for well, Solo, he, the guy who. Well, yeah, well, he's on. outside with Solo. Yeah. Um, packing up his car with gold, and Oddjob's going to take him to the airport. The, yeah. the mobsters are. So, really, uh, there's a lot of parts here that start not making sense. Right. Like, why, so for some why, reason, Bond is there. Why do they let him hang out there? Well, P- uh, Pussy's like, I found him crawling around, and then yeah. Mr. Then, whatever. But, but then like, he, like, slips his. Tracker he slips thing. his little tracker with a note. With a note. Yeah. It, says, it says, like, when he's writing the note, he's like, 007 to the CIA. At the top, I was like, wow, just, like, give it all away in case <laughs> if someone sees it. Yeah, no no code? For Felix. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, um, but, yeah, this part doesn't make sense. Why did he tell the whole all the gangsters his plan and then gas them? And but then he just lied gas. about his plan. So why make up a plan that's not even the real plan and then gas them? <laughs> <laughs> and then why 
put all the gold in this car, have Odd Job drive off, shoot yeah. him, and then bring the car to like a to junk- a junkyard. Yeah, yeah, and then crush it, and then put it in the back of his like El Camino or whatever. Yeah, and then drive back. Drive Why not back. just shoot solo, throw him up? Because then he comes back. He's like, I've got to, you know, because I got to take solo out of yeah, got to separate. Yeah, miss the the late Mister Solo from my gold because yeah. he had a pressing and, engagement, is what he said. Yeah, as far as pressing, like, yes, it's pressing. Real like emotional reaction when I'm watching this. This kind of like makes me. I th- I think I said it before. I'm not like scared really, but like, but this is like truly bad and evil to fucking I mean, kill the guy and crush I, him in a car. I love it. I scared. love the fact that he. It's, it's a big. I love scared. it. But it doesn't make any sense. It is ridiculous. No, it makes no sense. It's it's for the audience only. And in fact, Felix is like following. Right, Felix and the guy from Mad Men are following the tracker. Like, and he's like inside Kentucky Fried Chicken, which is how you know we're in Kentucky. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Like there are Kentucky Fried Chickens all over the fucking. Maybe in 1964 there wasn't, but. Yeah, so obviously then the tracker goes dead because of it's, it gets crushed in the, the car compactor thing. It also kind of reminded me of the Superman 3 junkyard scene, but oh, yeah. go back and listen to our yeah. Superman 3 episode. Yeah. Where it, and then Oddjob fights good Oddjob at that part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather watch that. <laughs> that would be an awesome <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy. Felix is like, ah, let's go back to the ranch or whatever. So he's like, it's all we can do. I was like, yeah. Felix is totally useless because Bond <laughs> puts the tracker on to let Felix know where he is and that he needs help. And Felix like, ah, he's probably having sex. Yeah, I know. He's like, ah, him and his ladies. Yeah. Uh, like, like, but you are useless. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's a point. Like, what kind of agent are you? They go back. And yeah, like Bond and Goldfinger are having mint juleps, like we talked about earlier. And he want Bond wants his not too sweet, whatever. Yeah. It's, it's like old buddies hanging out. Yeah. Of course, a little I don't know, mint juleps seems a little whatever. But anyway, so the That's plan the um, official drink of like horse racing. That's I why know, they're drinking. I know. Mint You're right. It is the Kentucky thing. So now Oddjob gives away his real plan. Well, Goldfinger gives away his I'm plan. Sorry. Not, yeah, Oddjob doesn't. What? Why did I say that? Oddjob Goldeneye says, uh, um, no, Goldfinger wants to irradiate, he wants to set up, as he calls it, a atomic device. Yes. He doesn't want to call it a bomb for whatever. Yeah, he doesn't actually want to steal the gold. Right. No, he wants to irradiate it. In a, as bon- I love how Bond is like, oh, 57 years. Like, he just yeah. knows. All the and time. he's like, 58. And then, then yeah. Mrs. Helder is like, yeah, like 5,800 years, maybe. I mean, yeah, maybe like, 15, eight and a half. Yeah, it's like not long enough if you're going to do that. Few. But it's going to, you know, dec- it's going to increase the value of his goal because that goal will be useless and United States economy will go into chaos, apparently. Economic chaos. And this That's is right. this is much better than in the book because he does actually want to he does actually steal from Fort Knox. Okay. Well, yeah, this is I mean, this is kind of I think this is more clever. Yeah, this is more clever. I haven't quite finished this book because I would, I'd watched a bunch of uh I watched the other two movies and started this book around the same time. We're like, oh, 
Time's running out. I'm not going to be able to finish this like, <laughs> eight-hour book. Push this off like eight times. Yeah. Oh. I mean, yeah, we did. We we did push this off a little bit, but that's all right. So there's something. So for some reason, Bond has to drive the bomb in or whatever. I mean, I, I guess it's just evilness. Well, right? again, at this point, like they, he Goldfinger says, like the reason they keep him Bond alive is because Felix Leiter is watching him. Right. From across the way, and he's like, "Oh, it's a good thing we kept him alive." So that, and then Pussy Galore's like, "How you doing, handsome?" So he's like, "See, now the CAA guys are going to be like, oh, everything's fine. It's fine.' But if anything goes wrong, Goldfinger will detonate that bomb someplace, any place." So, right, right, right. There's atomic device. But yeah, there's then they have the also great line. the classic like villain just telling James Bond his fucking plan. Well, well really, right. James Bond go. is telling Goldfinger his own plan. He's figuring it out. I guess that's true. I guess that's true, yeah. Yeah. Sort of like a G.I. Joe. <laughs> just like this. And then we have, we have this we have this the line separate my gold from the late Mr. Solo or whatever or separate Mr. Solo from my gold, whatever it is. But anyways, then we have the another famous scene the in the barn where uh, Bond yeah, and Pussy throw each other around a lot. More famous for bad reasons than good. He like really chucks her. Like he like does like the you know they're doing like judo throws or whatever, and he like she like flips away over. Connor Blackman knew judo. Oh really? From her days on the Avengers. How about that? Oh wow! And and I like how um, James Bond says like says it like almost like in a Matt Berry kind of way. Like, oh, who taught you judo? <laughs> like, <laughs> he, I, he says it in a weird accent. Like, oh, judo, judo, He also tells her uh, that Goldfinger is crazy and that Delta Nine nerve gas is fatal. And she kind of gets right. like, "What? I what? 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 Yeah, that is that is important. And then he's like, "And now I'm gonna forcibly do stuff in a sexual manner to you." And she's right. like, no, don't. Oh, yes, do. Your magic penis cures all of my lesbianism. Which we maybe, you know, in the movie, Which I she may maybe or may not be. Right. She maybe didn't have. She never, all she said was, I'm immune, meaning like, I don't like you. I mean, it could be interpreted either way, but whatever. They do it. And then her flying circus goes and sprays gas all over Fort Knox. I looked up because he. Uh, Goldfinger says how many troops are at Fort Knox. And he's like 30-something thousand. Maybe it's that seems thousands. like... I was like, that's a lot. I thought it doesn't yeah, seem... And then I looked it up. It's like 40,000-something, including families and stuff, people on that base. So I'm like, that's well, fucking... Well, yeah, I guess a it's a big base, yeah. It's like yeah. a size of a town. Yeah, so... Yeah, yeah it yeah. is, pretty much. I just have to uh, do a little bit. It's not really a tangent. It's more of a comment. I have a comment... I just have one question. Please, please, yes. I think yes. that the, the, the uh, I think with the clown. Shoes. I think that <laughs> in some in some point, the guy from Mad Men also looks a little bit like Jack Klugman. <laughs> That's it. Jack Klugman from Mad Men. All right, is like the feckless uh, CIA right. assistant right. to the assistant. Could it be? Matt, instead of Mad Men, it would be Klugman. Oh, very good. Hey. No prize, no prize, no prize. Thank you. Thank you. 
sorry. Back to back to, and I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna send you back over to John and Durson, who are on the ground reporting live from Fort Knox. Apparently, there's some some uh, planes going overhead. Yeah, there's a lot of planes flying overhead for some reason because yeah. anytime you know just regular old flying circus planes fly over a military base, there's no sort of military action to stop it. Well, they all also all right. appear to be blonde, but some of them are men and some of them are women. <laughs> and uh, some of them are Klugmen. <laughs> <laughs> Madmen, Klugmen, women, men. Yeah. A guy doesn't matter. Bop, puke, whatever. So they blow up the gate. They make a big thing about like the dynamiting the gate because he does say, we will dynamite it. Uh, so then they get in the vault. Like, Except crime. crime. <laughs> and then the feeling. Oh, so, uh, but, but when when those troops that were out there were actually people that were stationed and they said that they were the same troops, like, you know, they're in different locations and they badly fall over. That was yeah. the same like group of troops that were real army people that like volunteered to be in the movie. <laughs> so they, oh. they like filmed them like, okay. Yeah, they fall over now. Yes, fall over very yeah. gently. No, no, no. Gently. Fall over and and don't don't overact or no, no, no. don't do anything. Just fall. Just that's all you can do. Just fall. I wonder if they wore arm pads and and, and knee pads like I did during my uh, stint on the surrogates. We're talking about arm we... U.S. Army 1964. I no, really I don't it. think they had knee pads. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't really Yeah. So, send them all to Vietnam. Sorry to get political too soon. Send them so. all to Vietnam or whatever. Um, sorry, I was doing my James Bond after my after our fifty-seven channels thing. James Bond. <laughs> uh, Bruce Springsteen is what I meant to say. Doesn't matter. So why isn't James Bond record born in the USA? Because <laughs> he was, he didn't even come to the USA for this. You know what I like <laughs> is how like when everybody falls over from the nerve gas, it's like instantaneous. And then who was the guy at like the gate that was like, all right, I got to really make this look real. I'll flip this bus or whatever is like <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> I know. It was very, he was really, he was, he was committed. He was committed. Because, uh, okay, so once they get into the vault, Felix well, and everybody just, something. wake up! Sorry. I want to say something else, too, that they reused the laser from earlier to burn the, the, the doors open of Fort Knox. That is pretty cool. I like that. It's gonna, you're gonna need to, or you and you and Odd jo- you John and Odd Job are gonna need to find a way. Uh, it, should you survive, to make like a little burn mark, like like uh, the stickers they used to put on the Millennium, Millennium Falcon and the X-wing oh, toys, and your kids yeah, look no, a little you burnt. Could, you could you, know? uh, you could use some uh, black pastels, maybe or a little airbrushing to get that effect. Oh, Thank very you. Very good. That's courtesy of you and Oddjob. Yeah, sure. well, I speak yeah. for Oddjob. He's mute. Yeah. As, you know. <laughs> he's right. like, he's like, you know, very much he's like, dead. Unless he's like Jaws, who can suddenly speak, like right. he did Moonraker, and then Oddjob's like, want to come with? Come with? Yeah, come yeah. with. He's as waiting for that. Want to come with to Fort Knox? Come with into the we vault. Come with, button. we just hit come with. But anyway, so Felix and all the army guys and and Klugman, they all wake up, <laughs> at this, and it's it's you know what happened? They were supposed to be out for a day. 
And also, what happened? Felix is there. It's not like he knew to be there. Well? Could there be a plot twist? Could there be? I mean, it's not much of a plot twist. It's just... Well, you know. We'll we'll get there. We'll get there. So meanwhile, they cuff Bond to the atomic device. And then they lower him down into the vault. And um, it's like four minutes where this thing is going to go off. And it's the longest four minutes until yeah, Mission the- Impossible, <laughs> whatever number that is, uh, when they do like 15 minutes or something, and it takes like about 45 minutes. But it doesn't matter. So the army shows up, and, and I love this part. This is like the strangest, not the strangest, but it's really weird because Goldfinger just takes off his jacket, and he's suddenly wearing like a general's outfit. He puts on one of those hats. And and he's yeah, got his I golden like gun. in another James Bond movie, yeah. too. I feel like another another bad guy in another James Bond villain did the same exact thing. He was well, like in a bunker and he's like looking outside and you're like, oh, time to change. Well, James Bond does it in Octopussy at the beginning. He takes his jacket off, turns it inside out, and it becomes like an army uniform. Because he got the we'll idea from, from He got Goldfinger. it from Goldfinger. He's like, yeah. that's brilliant, except I'll take it like one step further. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's all like, ah, they went that way, and then he shoots them. He shoots Mr. Ling or whatever the guy's name yeah. is, and a bunch of his own people, and also Goldfinger had a had like gold golf clubs earlier too. So everything oh, is gold with this guy. Yeah, we forgot to point that out. Meanwhile, he has locked Bond, so he he locks the ball with with Bond, Ajab, and this other guy, Kish. Right, Kish in in there, Kish, Kish. <laughs> and he's like, "What? I'm not dying for this!" And he he gets all mad, and Ajab. Uh, like he, the guy is going to try to stop the bomb, and Ajab throws him over like the side, and he lands like right near Bond. And we saw him put the keys in his breast pocket like earlier when they handcuffed Bond. So Bond is like, "Oh, that's convenient," and just kind of reaches, goes to get his keys, and uncuff himself. And then we get the hat trick again. A couple, you know. I love the sound effect of the hat hitting the like bars, (laughs) like. Mrs. Elder thought the whoosh was really funny. He's like, it's just the guy going uh-huh. into a microphone. But that ping sound effect is like, I love that sound. Well, first it cuts this electrical wire, which falls down, which has, you know, which comes up later. But yeah, and then he throws the thing. I, my favorite part is when he throw Bond throws a gold bar at Oddjob and it goes like, it looks like <laughs> it a Godzilla movie. It's, it's so yeah, weird. Right. It's, and he just smiles. But I said, like, when they cut away from him, he's like, ah, God, damn. God, really? Oh. Off camera. But yeah, you don't see that. That must have been from his wrestling days where you no-sell things. Yeah. yeah. That's what they call it. But anyway, the Bond and Oddjob fight is not its not the most technically, you know, sound fist fight you've ever seen. Yeah, but it's you know, funny. It's the 60s. I don't, yeah. think, I don't think Bond fight choreography gets good until... Pierce Brosnan. He's the first one that looks like he can fight. And then when you get to Daniel Craig, well, then you're like, well, well they've got he it. He could kill anybody. Yeah. But this also, is, I mean, the thing is, is Goldfinger. An obvious uh, stunt devil for Connery in a bunch of these shots. <laughs> is it the same guy? Oh, the Bob? Uh, yeah, probably. Bob Simmons, probably. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, like, Odd Job doesn't really feel any pain, and it's, it's all very. Um, you know, like it's it's very one sided, but Bond like you know gets a few good knocks in. He's always trying to like break his arm. It seems like or throw him, like, do some arms like UFC type stuff or something. But 
So, yeah, like the hat is stuck in the in the bars, but like the like a it's like a vault, and so there's gold bars. Oh, like, there, yeah, it's like, like Bond bars. gets a hold of the hat and throws it. Yeah, at, like it, it's a tense moment, and he goes to throw it at Hajjab, and Hajjab ducks, and then it lands in between the bars. Yeah, and he go. Hajjab does this little smile, and he goes to get the hat out of the bars, and as soon as he touches it. Bond uses the electrical wire that was cut earlier. He touches the bars. It sends elect, you know, electricity, or electricity, as Lex <laughs> Luthor would say, <laughs> and it shocks Oddjob to death. Oh, into if you wouldn't immediately <laughs> let go of that hat, like once you saw what Bond was doing, right. or. Do you but need no, your hat that bad? I'm not doing that. Yeah. Do you really need the hat? It seems like you were winning the fight. I don't know why you needed the hat to kill him, but it's... you know. And in like another like minute, the whole place would have blown up. But whatever. They do keep cutting back to the clock, which is out. going at like a crazy like yeah fast for four minutes. But then it doesn't. You know, it clicks back. It's only been like two seconds. You know, Bond. I don't know if you this would work exactly because. I mean, it probably would because gold probably is pretty heavy, but he's like using two bricks of gold to like open the lock on this thing in, probably, a, in a way. But it's like it, gold is like a very soft metal. Yeah, it's it's very weird. No Apparently it, it wouldn't have even have held up like the way the gold is stacked would have like collapsed in. on itself. Well, yeah, it's I'd like soft. to talk about that for one second, because this set is amazing, um, yeah. but like ridiculous. Too, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. they also said the uh, Fort Knox people like they were like, "That's not really what it looks like inside either." But like, we quite like what you yeah. did. Good job. Very creative. Yeah, they Which gave is, them uh, props. Uh, Ken Adam, uh, who designed a bunch of the Bond sets in the early days, uh, and I think he won the Academy Award for Doctor Strangelove. So, oh, nice. He's, he's the man. Oh, he I should be looking like. He reminds me of Mr. D'Antonio a little bit. <laughs> All right. Um, I want to roll back just a quick second. So Harold Sakata, odd job, actually burned his hand filming that scene where he was electrocuted. But because he wanted to get it right, he like held on. Even though his hand was burning, he held on until the director wow. yelled cut. Can you believe that? My God. Well, he really God. died. Because well, <laughs> well, he, I mean, he did totally yelled cut. Um. Yeah, he didn't actually... Here's, here's a little knowledge drop that'll tie right. uh, the director, Guy Hamilton, and our joke about Superman 3, where odd jobs fight each other. Guy Hamilton Superman. was originally supposed to direct Superman the movie. But oh, when, wow. they moved, when they moved production to England, Guy Hamilton was like a tax exile and couldn't work in England for X amount of days because he didn't want... Because it would be like the... The, the the payment and taxes would just be too much. So he left wow. the project. So there you go. Uh, uh, there's a, So this is another weird moment. So yeah, Bond, as Clay pointed out, is trying to smash the bomb open with two gold bars, trying to break the lock. But meanwhile, there's a gunfight going on outside the vault. And for some re- between like Goldfinger's guys who are all Asian, I don't mean to you know, just pointing it out. Um, and they're wearing that sort of like, you know, like like a blue sort of like, 
uh, you know, but the, like the belt, and it's almost like a what they, like a gi. Almost. Well, they, like, it's it's very much like the Bond or like the the Batman villains or like you know like in even in No Time to Die when they were like all the people working in the virus factory have these red suits on. You know? Well, I think yeah. they're I think they're the guy from the Pink Panthers. They're his guys, right? Oh, I guess. Yeah, I guess that would make sense. All right, because he's the one. They're Goldfinger guys, right? He's the one that supplied him with the atomic device. Right. I mean, they're his guys, but Goldfinger, he's working with Goldfinger, so they're all yeah. Goldfinger. So it was like yeah, subcontracting. Yeah. Oh, I see. Right. Yeah, yeah <laughs> right. because he's, he's like, well, you know, Mr. Uh, Mr. Solo, he didn't want to play along, but the other guys play along, and they, they devote their resources so they can get a bigger take. Well, I mean, but they now, all get nerve-gassed, right? They all get <laughs> yeah. Right. So there's that. It's, this is the part I didn't get, though. So, like, it seems like they're pushing these guys back. And for some reason, the army guys open the vault. And, like, like they, they have this, they like, screw the yeah. They open the vault so that they can stop the nuclear device from going. Oh, all right. I guess so they know that there's a... Yeah, because okay. we find out here, right. once the guy comes running down, and Bond's right. got the thing open, he's like, how the fuck do I turn this off? Yeah, Bond finally gets it open, and he's kind of trying to figure out which... which uh, wire to pull. But yeah. Meanwhile, the army is streaming in, and they're shooting all the the guys, uh, you know, the bad guys. And Bond is about to just pull a wire as the clock is running down. And this guy, so uh, I don't know if you guys, I watched this on Amazon, right? And Amazon has uh-huh. this thing: if you move the mouse over, oh yeah, it'll give you the like who's in the like, scene. Yeah, who's in the scene? And this guy oh, yeah. is labeled as atomic specialist. <laughs> That's and one of just, the best features of watching a movie on Amazon, actually. Oh, it, it is. I really yeah. like that. It's nice. But this guy just presses a button, and the clock stops at 007, which is good, because usually it's like one second. Well, that's like the it. thing. That's yeah. the thing. It was supposed to be three seconds. In fact, Bond says oh. three more clicks, and Goldfinger would have hit the jackpot. But after they had filmed that, the producers are like, whoa, wait, wait a minute. We've got a perfect opportunity to do something way more clever and cool. And so and they didn't want to read. They're like, what if we point line? the camera at the clock? Right? 007, <laughs> not 003. Yeah, who's that guy? Yeah, so then. He's not a clown. <laughs> so then uh, he says, uh, he's like, you know, how'd, how'd you guys know all this stuff? And Felix is like, well, you know, Pussy Glore tipped us off. Yeah, he like, what she made called her Washington. Yeah, she what made Washington. her change her mind? And Bond just whips out his dick. It's like, <laughs> take a gander at the Connery dong. <laughs> he I sure believe is. that says it all. Yeah, he just throws it on the table there. It's like, yep. yeah. what do you think of that? Huh? No, what he says oh, is, I must gee. have appealed to her maternal instincts. I must have appealed to her maternal instincts. I don't think my Connery's on point. Tonight, but uh, it's okay. It's the sixties. He was he didn't talk with he didn't talk with this Scottish accent then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so Pussy did this is what makes her like the quintessential bong girl, right? At the beginning she's kind of a bad guy. She's like, No, I don't I'm I'm immune. I don't want to I don't I don't really I guess you could obviously just say, Oh, he slept with her and changed her mind, but I mean you you could also say like, well, she, once she found out about the nerve gas, she was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, I think I think that's right. more it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, the, but the whole sex scene is a little still awkward. I'm gonna lie. Although that's, that's just, how I met my wife. 
<laughs> really? <laughs> and then there's the whole like, oh, what happened to Goldfinger? It's like, oh, we're after him. We're going to get him. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, don't you worry about that. You got lunch with the president. Right. Hop on, the, hop on this plane that's that says Lao Chi on it. Nice try, Lao Chi. Yeah, isn't it like a, an auric? I, I, it looks like the same plane that yeah. they were on earlier, but it, it's it's got yeah. it's got a it's got a like American flag on it or something. So. Right. Well, whatever. So yeah, Bond is on the plane. He's going to he's being flown to the White House to Washington or whatever, and Goldfinger's on the plane. And they, you know, it's like ah. Oh, okay, there's a couple things here that I want to say. First of all, I like the line where he's because Goldfinger's still wearing his military outfit, so Bond compliments him on. He's like, hey, congratulations. On your yeah. promotion, are you having lunch at the White House too? But also in the background, right. you could see one of the Asian henchmen when Goldfinger pulls the curtain back, and then later on, you could see the Asian henchman is like knocked out and yeah, he's just dead on, on the, the ground. ground. And it's like, what? What happened to that guy? <laughs> <laughs> he bumped he was his flying head. the plane. <laughs> well, no, I Pussy Galore is flying the plane. plane. Yeah, I oh, guess. Right. Obviously, they edited something out. Something ended up on the cutting room floor there. But yeah, there's. Like a guy just lying on the ground. You don't even have to watch the movie like a hundred times to notice that one. It's just like, wait, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, they fight. Like, I don't even, it's like, it's it's so like, Bond is, it's almost like a Leslie Nielsen kind of like, well, I don't know. And like, <laughs> ah, you know, like, again, like a police squad kind of thing. That's uh, like in our Darth of the Firestar movie where like, you throw leaves in my face. And I'm like, oh, I can't see, blinded. Right. It's so like it's fight is so cheesy, but they they're fighting I over. Don't the... I know Sorry. it's a different movie and story, and I honestly don't know understand the reference really. But the Goldfinger's gun is made out of gold. So yes, that's yes. the old man with the golden gun, right? Yeah. Oh, see, yeah. then there are actually two Bond villains with golden guns. See? So the next, the man with the golden gun should have been called the other man with the golden gun. Right, right. Well, the other man. Maybe. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> so that golden gun, as they're fighting over, ends up shooting out the window. And as Bond pointed out earlier, we'll be sucked right out. And <laughs> Goldfinger literally. It's a. Uh, it reminds, it reminds me of the Ministry Science Theater where Servo gets stuck on the hole in the, yeah. oh, the hull breach. I'm experiencing station all the way to me. And I must admit, I love it. That's, exactly. that's the movie. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's the movie. Listen, so, I'm amazed at the st- stuff you guys can remember. Uh, quotes and whatnot. I'm amazed. Don't I even. I did a video store for as long as we did. You oh, did. you and Tarantino should meet up. Right. Yeah. Sure, I'll send him a. I'll send him a copy of Darius and the Firestar. Send him yeah. a. Just start with a Facebook friend request, and then oh, okay. introduce, then message, and bring him uh, on to the podcast. Yeah, no, I'm Get sure him you on would. here. We'll talk. Move, talk video stores. And say yeah. like, how about analog? <laughs> analog. Uh, digital. Uh, analog Tarantino. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Analog shopping. Analog Tarantino. So anyways, because the window is blown out, um, the plane is dropping. As John pointed out, one of Goldfinger's guys is lying on the floor. Panties be dropping, too. <laughs> That's true. So Bond and Pussy, you know, he, he goes to the cockpit. She's trying to pull it out. Oh, boy. 
Oh, I didn't even mean that. Pull it up. Pull it up. That's what I meant to say. Pull it up. Juan goes up to see see pussy and pulls out. (laughs) Pull up. Whatever. But uh, then the, the little tracker thing, the Homer, like Felix is watching that and it pops up. It goes like a different way. It sort of, I guess, to throw you off because the plane crashes. We see that. But Bond and Pussy had bailed out. Like crashes in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, I don't know. They were going to Washington from Kentucky and then somehow they were flying over the middle of the ocean. But, eh. But they bailed out. They're in the woods. Like, they're like, look at, there's like Like a helicopter. They're like like a state park or something, you know? Yeah. And like, Pussy is like trying to flag down his helicopter and Bond pulls her down. guy's trying to save me. Yeah, she's like, no, yeah, you're looking for me. And he's like, well, what? how dare you? Or something. What does he say? He says something really stupid. This is no time to be rescued. That's right. This is no time to be rescued. And he kisses her. He pulls the parachute over them so they can do it in peace. Uh, And that's that's Goldfinger. Let me get the end credits. Star wipe. And we're out. (laughs) Uh More gold, gold painted lady, which is a different different painted lady than the one that dies in the movie right you talked about that yeah, earlier that was, but uh that was that was dink did dink uh dink, so then um uh, yeah dink, 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 as dink. as john likes uh it says the end uh of goldfinger but uh but it says in will giant be back. capital letters but <laughs> in thunderball <laughs> that's right and they were actually That's right. I feel the Mister Sunday so. movie thing where they put a gnome up when they say with the butt, but <laughs> <laughs> like a, a gnome pulling his pants down. You mean? Yeah. Oh, is he? Yeah, that it is the thing. Did they do that in the first two? I guess I don't remember uh, the Hope James Bond will return thing. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. I think oh, that's okay. been. I could be wrong, but I I, I think they've kind of always done it. Yeah, well, I mean, it's cool. I like it, uh, and like it's it is something that like they do it now in a lot of the Marvel movies and everything. Like the Guardians of the Galaxy, James Bond will return. Will return. Obviously, James Bond will. Ret- they don't say James Bond will return in other movies, <laughs> but uh, you know, that was another trend that this one, you know, was. Well, I guess James the Bond cinematic universe. <laughs> yes, that's what they. I mean, that's Goldfinger. There was yep. a lot of cheesiness. As we point yep. out, uh, and at one point it does kind of just like whatever. Let's finish this movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I feel yeah. like it comes to a point where it's like, okay, let's get this done. But uh, what do we think of Goldfinger? Who wants to go first? Wait, do you want to go first? I don't want to go first, but I will. I'll do it. I'll do John, it. John, this is one right. of your favorite movies. Right. John should it. go first. I love this movie. The first mo- time I saw it was around 4th of July with my, my dear departed pappy. So I have a lot of nostalgia for this movie. He loved this movie and Thunderball were his two favorite Bond movies. Um, this movie is fun, and it sets up everything that the rest of the Bond movies try to be until the Daniel Craig era. And uh, <laughs> when they fucked it all up, <laughs> I mean, it sets up it sets up all the tropes. I mean, they were there before in the other movies, but this is the one that sort of perfected it and came up with the right. formula. And, and yeah, the movie's story kind of falls apart in the the last act, but 
I still go along with it. I still enjoy it. It's my favorite Bond movie in terms of I, – I don't think it's the best Bond movie, but it's still my, my favorite. I can, I, I've watched this three times for this podcast. So. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Very well. Me too. So uh, I'm going to give it – I'll give it an A. Unironic A. Unironic. Yeah. Not a Moonraker A. Not a, not a Moonraker <laughs> All right, who goes second? Oh no, you do it. All right, I. Uh, you do it, pussy. I. <laughs> I never go in. <laughs> okay, this is good. I'll, I'll jump. I'll jump on the grenade next time. I think this is a, a interesting thing. Like it is mostly nostalgia. I mean, like if they release this movie today as it is, you'd be like, "Whoa, what's going on here?" But like, it's like when I watched the Red Letter Media guys do like their return of the Jedi thing. And they just kind of like made fun of it a lot. And I was like, Oh no, wait, no, wait, you know what I mean? Like you get kind of like, no, that's, that's my movie. You can't do that. I, I, I like that movie, but you're like, I mean, their points are valid. So, I mean, obviously the points out, we pointed out a lot of goofs and weird stuff that happens in this movie, not even weird stuff, but goofs and things that they just were like, whatever, print it. Let's move on. Probably. You know what I mean? Like they don't, it's, the way movies were made back then. Haven't you ever heard of suspension of disbelief? <laughs> right. Exactly. And this is the same kind of movie. Like this is like if someone if I listen to this podcast, I'd probably be mad. I'd be like, no, stop making fun of Goldfinger. You know? <laughs> but I like this movie. And there are so many like big moments and huge scenes and famous scenes and things that you're just like, oh, that's that's where that's from. And whatever. You know what I mean? The gold lady. Obviously, we love the golf scene and, and like, yeah, like so, so many of the things that they carried on into all the other Bond movies and whatever. It, it's all just it's very good. I mean, I, I, I guess I give it an A, too. Or an A minus. I don't know. It doesn't matter. They're all it's all A's. Yeah. A. A. You know, I mean, it's you can't rate it on how well a movie, you know, how well made a movie it is. It is a very fun movie, like you said. And that's all. What else do you want? Yeah. Hey. Hey. All right, cool. Any more right. final thoughts, Durst? You're, you're done. Passing the torch? Passing the torch. Thank you for the, the golden gun. I wasn't expecting <laughs> that. I really appreciate it. It's a laser that is it's pointing at your, your penis very slowly. <laughs> uh, we so we did do, do the big Tam episode, and we we bounded through Bond through a couple of Bonds, and we kind of are uh, held the Roger Moore and uh, Sean Connery Bonds in special regard. I think I, I'm projecting, but it's like let's More save those. Let, let's save those. <laughs> A little bit, you know. Well, I, I'm actually glad we did Honor Majesty's Secret Service because it like really makes me love James Bond as a whole. Like, I really love that, like the whole concept of it. But um, but yeah. So like, it's like okay, like let's let's get into Connery. Let's do it. And uh, there, he's the best to ever do it. The son of a bitch. He he did it right. This is and when I like think of this movie in a nostalgic way, like I don't remember this movie in the same way like watching it three times and like following the story i just remember like gold lady you know the the scene with the 
with the hat and you know maybe something about gold but i probably never knew this story until i watched it for this podcast you know but i remember right. like thinking fondly of it and uh and i'm glad i do i'm gonna give it an uh i'm gonna give it an a and as far as like uh, you know just uh you know in concurrence with you guys it it's used a to a to a plus you know like it's just so good and yeah i really it doesn't bother like things like I don't know. I don't want to say something dumb like the story being stupid doesn't bother me. Like, I, I, I <laughs> like that's that's like that's true, right? You know, like, because it doesn't really make sense at the end. But I guess it does if you're to think of it. Like, sometimes I think of these things as it's like if this is a comic book, I guess they're just moving around in space and doing solving the problem and then this or that. So I'm fine. I'm fine with the story. Like the the execution sometimes in these older Bond movies, like I think that's just how they made movies back then. Like a ton of rear projection. It's like if they had thought to just film the thing without using rear projection in some spots and like little little things like that kind of bother me from a cinematic aspect, but it doesn't damper my enjoyment at all. I I still go A to A plus, but I'll just to keep the ratings at all flat. We just give it an A. It's an A. It's a all great right. fucking movie. It is. It, I think you're right. It's more like the scenes than the story. You know what I mean? Like the whole yeah. story as a whole. It, you know, whatever. It's it, it's 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 got some issues. It it's makes. Fine. I mean, it, the like, scenes. There's so many it's great scenes. Right. It makes sense. You know? but it's not really like they didn't put a lot of. I think John is right. Like, yeah, like the 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 second Goldfinger plan is better than just like I'm gonna steal this gold. You know, because Bond's all like, I guess we didn't really point out Bond is like, you would have to carry all that really heavy gold out. It would take like, like 12 know. days and you need all these people yeah. and all that stuff. So that's why it's almost like explaining away because someone would have pointed it. I mean, not me, but I mean, someone would have been like, you can't steal all that gold over, you know, overnight. Yeah. So. And it's also like Bonds that are even that are better okay like are trying to do this like way less successfully like the whole thing with the water and quantum of solace it's like that's basically what they're trying to kind of do is like recreate this kind of a story point you know where right. it's like it's yeah. not just the water it's the rights to the water and how it'll affect the people that live here or whatever you know what except, i mean it's like except okay. quantum of solace did it way better than goldfinger you think? <laughs> I was kidding. No, no, no. Yes, oh, I, was, yeah. I was scared. Though. No, that's what happens when a writer strike. But, happens. Well, I'm done. I'm done with the golden gun, but I'm going to throw it to you, John, and it's going to turn into a can of motor oil that I hope you fucking drank in the middle of the desert. And die. <laughs> I don't. Okay. I don't want that. Got, got real dark there, Clay. <laughs> I don't. I tell don't. me how you really feel. Oh, that's Clay. Doing? I'm throwing it back to Durson, actually. Take yeah, all right. I'll I'll drink that motor oil. It can't be worse than this beer that I've been drinking this entire <laughs> this podcast. Listening to the Beatles without earmuffs. Um. Well, all right. I mean, I, yeah. Straight A's for Goldfinger. Uh, I think that's all we got, right? Anything that's else? That's that for Sean, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. <laughs> besides the uh, special edition episode which doesn't really count well yeah go back and listen to that one too and listen to all of our Bond ones and listen to everything, everything we got over at leaguepodcast.com or hashtag wherever you get your podcast so that's right that's oh right. um 
one, one little po- po- uh, postscript, I guess. Um, Sean Connery never played golf before this, and then he oh. like oh, yeah, really obsessed. But it was oh. like, oh, I love this game. Where's this been all my life, Clay? That's <laughs> yeah, probably yeah. how you'd feel if you came out and played golf with us. That's right. Like, Holy shit! Where has this been all my life? I'm no James Or Bond. you'd be like, I hate this. This is even worse than I thought. Yeah, Clay it, would it, have it, balls stuffed in his pants every time it, he hit a drive and couldn't. He would just beep, oh, here I am. <laughs> There's many things that I dislike about golf, but I'm I'm going to boil it down to the one main reason. That's an awful lot of time for a white guy like me to be outside. I don't spend that. <laughs> okay, time look at I hear you because I'm, I'm I'm right next to you in terms of going to be a lobster out there. Pasty. I'm going to look like Goldfinger out there for Christ's sake. Well, go out in the fall. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Where's some Ken stuff? Where I have some stuff. I'm going to have some stuff that day. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> have some I have stuff. a I have a thing planned for the fall. I can't make it. <laughs> oh, fall! I, it. No, not looking good. No, it's, it's yeah. It's not. It's I. It's not good for me. I, maybe maybe. How's autumn? Maybe yeah. <laughs> Middle of winter, which is perfect yeah. for golf. Maybe you can be John's weird little caddy. Yeah, yeah sure. Be, my, yeah, be like the, my like my little my salty caddy. <laughs> How'd you find the the ball, Mister Mister Hunt? How'd you find it? I'm standing on it. It's your honor, sir. Oh, uh, well, I know it's an honor right. to meet me, but... Well, uh, it is. That's, that's right. Strict <laughs> rules of golf, Mr. Hunt. Well, all right. Well, we'll report. Maybe we'll have a live golf episode one of these days. Well, wouldn't that That'd be, be so hilarious? We'll just talk into our phones and record it. <laughs> Sounds great. I'll record remote. I'll just at his house. <laughs> How's it going there? Uh, yeah, I will. I'll have a cameraman there, and the audio. I'll pay for everything, so oh, long perfect. as I don't have to go. <laughs> John will win, but that's all right. It'll still be fun. He'll have a Strict little fun. Rules of golf. You right. probably can't. Although, isn't there? Okay, didn't they just start sports gambling in Massachusetts? But you're, if you're like playing on a golf, you guys are playing golf. You can't bet on it, right? A personal like, wager that... between two. It's not like yeah, I mean, you I'm... would be betting on us if you were betting on us. That would be gambling. No, yeah, but is that just... legal? Can you do that or not? I'll make it legal. I'll make it legal. Oh. How many bricks of gold from the Nazis you guys have well, to throw I'm down? Just on go, the, I've just got regular bricks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'll throw down. It's just a, a regular brick. Just a brick <laughs> from my chimney. <laughs> oh, hey, wait, I, I'll bet you that brick. And you can you can stake the the cash equivalent. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's about all. <laughs> Strict rules of podcasting. There's some gotta eat. Strict we rules gotta of take podcasting. Break, we yeah? gotta hang up. But thanks yep. for listening, everybody. And thanks we'll, to you. Thanks to you. And thanks. go have a little fun with Mister Goldfinger. Yeah, the league will return. <laughs> your next witticism carefully, Mr. Bond. It may be your last.